0: What a fucking show. Hell yeah. Every match.
1: NXT's the Great American Bash was really good.
0: God damn it. How would you know that's where I was going with this?
1: Uh, Jeff told me. Uh,
0: Only one match didn't go the way they planned and one finish kind of shit the bed. But other than that, it was a good show.
1: I was happy with it. Driving, I was on. happy that the match, the finish they didn't expect, you got booed out of the fucking building.
0: Yeah. Yeah, throwing in the town. Normally, they to don't get booted out of the building
1: like that. <laughs> yeah. And then it was great to hear Baron Corbin get chance.
0: Yes, I've always been a Corbin fan.
1: Love Corbin. Me too. You missed it while you were in the bathroom. I asked Josh if he had his top five ready. He said, yeah. I said, is it the top five girls that made you get your penis hit with a rubber mallet? (laughs) He laughed. He never gave me an answer. I (sighs) said, is it the top five times you had to go get anal warts frozen from your asshole? It's
0: only four times. The top five five people I've cheated on been with. The what? The top five people I cheated on you with.
1: Oh, fuck you. Quit talking about that. I'm still sensitive about <laughs> earlier today. <laughs> what a way to find out you're still a cheat. They told me years ago you couldn't turn a hoe into a house, husband. Here I try. Going to find out you just bending over, letting everybody bang, 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 that back pussy. <laughs>
0: So for the people that, that don't was probably
1: know, probably our greatest text conversation of all time. Oh, it by was the way. so good. Fucking for
0: hilarious. those of you who don't know, which is everybody out there but the people in the group chat. Right. <laughs> Anytime I leave work, I'll always text Jennifer and let her know that I'm headed home in case she has anything she needs me to do on the way home. She'll, you know, Shoot me a message and be like, hey, don't forget this, or do this, or blah, 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 or hey, when you get home, do this for me. When,
1: hey, when you get done.
0: Pretty much, pretty much. When you get done, I need to talk to you. Well, somehow, and I don't know how this happened unless a message came through right as I was opening my text up. Because the last person I had messaged was Jennifer. So I pull up the text message, open up text messages, text, uh, headed to the drop paperwork off, then home, love you, baby. And then next thing I know, my phone starts going crazy with Ben, Tyler. Uh, I think Will got involved in it, too.
1: Will's was the first. He's like, oh, he loved. Me. I love you, too. And I was like, he loves me. He really, really loves um, me. Then Tyler says, I told you not to tell me you love me in front of the rest of the guys. Fucking ho. <laughs> then I then I said my shit. <laughs> which is the same shit I just said here a minute ago.
0: And I'm literally, I'm driving while all of this is going on. So whenever I open up the message, I was seeing the last couple. So I reply to those. And Ben's like, oh, yeah, way to no-sell it, buddy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, what are we talking to you? I was like, I really like the way he no sold it.
0: (laughs) And so I'm like, wait a minute, no sold what? And then I went back, and that's when I realized what had happened, and I'm dying laughing sitting in the car and outside the main office of where I I work. I think Tyler started it
1: too, and he goes, oh, shit, here come the baby daddy drama.
0: (laughs) No, I know For my an
1: nominal baby... fee on Patreon, we will post these screenshots. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know who my baby daddy is.
1: Bro, have y'all watched Twisted Metal yet?
0: No. No, uh, is it good?
1: Uh, yes, it's good.
0: I've heard that. Somebody was talking about it the other day and said I needed to watch it.
1: I watched that Cody gimmick Monday when I came home from work and Twisted Metal came on after that. And uh, okay. I, just, I watched the first episode then I was like, I need to go to bed, but. And I'm gonna binge watch some of it this weekend. Nice. I hope. I think you've been it. I hope it's just not a weekly thing.
0: Oh shit! I don't know.
2: Well, yeah, I don't know if they've released a whole, a whole bunch let of me, episodes, or if it's just.
1: Let yeah. me look real quick. Uh,
0: peacock. Can't do that on a cock. Peacock. <laughs> That's still one of the funniest calls I think I've ever heard. <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah. Shitty British wrestling just got shitty. Er. No, not er. It's still. It was just shitty. It was the spot where the ref is supposed to try to take the chair away from somebody.
1: Hey, are you watching the the Browns game? I don't know
0: if that can... fucking sucks. What is, is it on Peacock? God, yeah. it's horrible.
1: Yeah, it's on Peacock.
0: Shit, I didn't know that, or I would have been watching the Browns game.
1: Well, turn I... it on. Fourth quarter, six in the start.
0: I've been watching shitty British wrestling this whole time. And by whole time, I mean the five and a half minutes we've been recording right now.
1: Right. Uh, Well, yeah, turn over to uh, Peacock. It's the first thing that's on when you turn it on. It's on here
2: somewhere. There it is.
1: All right, let me see if... Now, bro, it looks like you can stream all 10 episodes.
0: Nice. I will have to do that soon. I was happy when I heard that uh... Oh, look Uh, Super Mario Brothers Super Mario Brothers is on too
1: Yeah, Super Mario Brothers hit today Uh, Guardians of the
0: Galaxy 3 is on Disney Plus now It hit
1: yesterday on Disney Plus
0: All right, Josh, you said you got us a top five. What you got? Is it it one we've got to guess or what?
2: Yeah, I like doing them where y'all just got to guess, which mine are easy. Okay. All righty. And this is. like
1: your anal virginity was.
2: Shut your fucking mouth, boy.
1: Boy, Uh, how many boys you know got to put a condom on with a tire tool? God damn.
2: (laughs) All
1: right. Thank you, Ricky Morton. Here's my top five, (laughs) and
2: this is from five to one. Number five. Al Wilson and Dawn Marie. Number four, Big Boss Man, Pepper Steak. Number three,
1: Claire Lynch. Hot uh, Couples in WWE.
2: No, not, not yet. Nope, 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 not quite. Number three, Claire Lynch. Worst
0: angles in wrestling.
2: Yes. Number two, Hawks, the Hawks' suicide. And then number one, of course, is Katie Vick.
1: Katie Vick wasn't that bad. I mean, he didn't fuck her brains out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> shit looked like cream corn, though. Gotcha. It was
1: that shit was horrible. God. I like Don and Al Wilson.
2: I, I remember that when shit I first saw. I remember when I first saw that. I because I was I think I don't know how old I was. I was I was still young. I, I wasn't smart or anything. I legit thought fucking the dude died.
1: So you watched it yesterday?
0: <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, but I was taking a drink of water and couldn't say it. <laughs>
1: Jeff clicked in my head. Then, all right, <laughs> uh, Jason, next week's top five is yours.
0: Okay, I will start trying to come up with something right now because that's what I will do. Always
1: forget last three weeks.
0: I-, I always forget. Hey,
2: sometimes coming on the spur of the moment's not hard. I mean, not not bad.
1: Hey, all uh, right, let me see.
2: We've got
0: some news.
1: Well, I mean, news, it right is, now. news is the next
0: section after we play the theme song. Oh, the theme song, yeah. y'all have a good week? Hell yeah. Man, I have had a good week. Yeah, a pretty good week.
1: Me too. I can't believe it's already Thursday. I know. I got one day left to work, boys. I ain't said that in two years.
0: Hey, me too, buddy. I just got a half a day tomorrow. Oh, a half a day,
2: motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. fucking half a day.
1: Got my own office set up
0: nice nice
1: hell yeah the go you literally just work half a day every friday
2: what no me and the other people we switch out every friday because fridays are usually pretty slow for us so i, I always judge the call quality and if it, if it's pretty low uh we use did you work
1: half a half a day last week too though on friday
2: no i was there all day last week because one of my co-workers uh Their daycare was closed, so they had nobody to watch their kids. Jennifer
0: Jennifer was a half a day last Friday, and I had to. I wound up going to pick Josh up from work.
2: Jennifer got a half day
0: tomorrow? Yeah, I think we're both going to take a half day, because she's caught up on all her stuff,
2: usually.
1: Half day two two Fridays in a row.
0: Well, as long as she ain't got stuff to do, she can take her half day Friday, because I think her doctor that she works for only works a half a day on Fridays.
1: Yeah,
2: she's only working in the mornings.
1: Let's see here. i right uh, Your boy needs a ride Saturday.
0: Yeah, he hit me up. I told him, I said, I don't know if Jennifer's car is full because if her car is full, we can't pull one out of ours to give him a ride.
1: Right. I just seen that, so I figured I would reiterate the massage.
0: Sometimes I need my massage reiterated. <laughs>
2: now, is this Hall of Fame, is it all Hall of Fame
1: players? Or? No, it's just
0: a preseason game that they do at the they stadium don't... at the Hall of Fame.
1: Gotcha. And then the people going to the Hall of Fame this year are brought out before the game starts. And throughout the game, they'll have interviews with them. And, like, yeah. usually a special person. Mm-hmm. Like, the last couple ones, yeah, like, see, there's the Hall of ones, like, Fame happening? If you look at it, it's not really a huge venue.
2: I gotcha.
1: I'd say it's a little smaller than...
0: It's a little... It's maybe double the size of Ridgelands.
1: Yeah, it might be Finley Stadium big. Uh,
0: The overhead view they just gave of it makes it look like it's a little bit bigger, like... The
1: yeah, and you think think high-level, fake D1 college that's more of a basketball school.
0: Well, that's what I was just about to say. It's like the home side of the stadium Dude. looks like Finley Stadium, and the visitor side of the stadium looks like Neyland Stadium because it's got the extra, like, press right. box and stuff on it.
1: Uh, y'all ready to take a break and come back And start with the nurse?
0: Let's do it. Yeah cause I was just about to say There's our sports conversation for the people that don't like it We got it out of the way right here at the start Right So uh Yeah we'll take a break right here We'll come back uh, Do the news And uh The next voice you'll hear is Mine welcoming y'all to the podcast What's up? Oh, good God. What What's, just happened there? I <coughs> died.
2: Well, this is uh, going to be a very concerning.
0: What's up, fuckers? And welcome to another... Uh, reassuring? Concerning. Botch-filled edition of the Turn the Buckle podcast. I couldn't talk for a second.
2: Damn, that's about choked on his own spit.
0: Oh, but I am Jason Hampton. I am Josh Cox.
1: I'm Ben Thresher. Sorry, I
0: was like, but y'all. So, uh, we're going to jump right into it. Uh, Josh and I both have a little bit of news that we found. So, Josh, you want to go ahead and get us started with what you've got? Yeah. So,
2: one of the big things coming out of the, this week's uh, news is all members of the elite, being young bucks, Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega have all chosen to stay with AEW and have re-signed with new multi-year deals. That wasn't going nowhere. Oh yeah, we knew that wasn't going nowhere.
0: Nah, it makes perfect sense for them to re-sign. I mean, yeah, I mean, they've got they've got freedom there.
2: They've got creative output. They've got I don't know what their backstage roles are. EVPs. Yeah. But they won't be able to do nowhere near the stuff that they're doing now, and I guarantee you WWE won't pay them what they are getting now.
0: No, you knew Cody going there would be not really a one-off because I think people will leave AEW to go to WWE. I think what they're holding
2: out for, which is not going to happen because I'm pretty sure he's re-signed, is MJF. I think
1: that's all the work. I think he's re-signed. Oh, yeah, I do too.
0: I think he has too, but... I'm thinking WWE thought, well, oh, they'll see what we've done with Cody, and people over there will be like, oh, especially the top guys will be like, oh, if they'll do that with Cody, they'll do that with us. But no, Cody's a WWE guy. He's always been a WWE guy.
1: Cody's got history. That's where Cody came from.
0: That's where he grew up. No, he grew up in Turnbuckle Championship Wrestling.
1: Little dick. (laughs) Alright,
2: next little bit of news. On July 17th, 2023, per WWE's own, and this, you can go on their website and see this, their Q2 filing report, it was stated that federal law enforcers executed a search warrant and served a federal grand jury a subpoena on Vince McMahon. Now, I'm pretty sure this is, uh, I think it went on to state that this is related to the Hush money. That he paid to these women that he was allegedly accused of sexual misconduct and harassment. So well, they was wanting to get all this proof. Uh, as of right now, no charges has been filed because he did just recently undergo like major spinal surgery. So, yeah. Well, No shocker there.
0: I'll say one thing. There's no allegedly. He was accused. It's allegedly that he did
2: it. Oh, yeah. Allegedly that he did it. I like it, hey, Vince. Can, I, I need some money, man. Um, you wanna, uh, Can I say some shit about you and you pay me some money? Well, not if you go about it
0: that way. <laughs> <laughs> you just opened your to a slander lawsuit. If
2: Vince, if Vince listens to this podcast, I'll eat my whole damn outfit.
0: God, I hope this is the one episode Vince listens to.
1: Me too, because you going to fucking piece that said make sure you're wearing.
2: <laughs> I'll put some ketchup on it. Oh, there's Zach
1: Thomas. If y'all know, Josh is only like four foot nine, but he's nine foot four wide. <laughs> and think you can wear a fucking medium. Hey, it's extra smedium. Yeah, <laughs> it's
2: extra
1: smedium Legit. No shit tall. How tall are you? Five two. Uh, Josh is five foot two. That is four inches shorter than my now my dad's five nine. So seven inches shorter than my dad. My dad got a big old belly. And what size shirt you in? Two X. My dad's still rocking a large, or an extra large.
2: It depends on the fabric. It's either extra large or 2X, but yeah, it's right about that. It don't
1: depend on the fabric. It depends on lunch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I could sneak one in there. That's my ass. <laughs> around wearing goddamn spandex tank tops?
2: <laughs> Son of a bitch. I do like I do like food. Food is very nice. It's never hurt my feelings. It's never hurt me.
1: Oh, it has hurt you. Check your goddamn cholesterol. (laughs) My cholesterol is
2: well. (laughs) I haven't haven't done blood work at the the doctor in a little bit, so
1: you might not want to. You might want to get up. You and Will need to change places. Go to Walmart. You posted there. <laughs> you at least got some stairs you got to walk up in a day.
2: Yep, I walk them up every day. Except for the <laughs> morning. I take the
1: elevator. How many stairs?
2: There's the two flights of stairs.
1: You don't take no elevator?
2: I take the elevator in the morning when I first wake up.
1: You don't take no damn stairs.
2: I take them. I go down the
1: stairs. Just because you slide down the rail don't mean shit. But it's fine. It, Oompa Loompa, pop-bellied bastard.
0: <laughs> what else you got, Joshua? Got a couple more.
1: Uh, I might talk shit to Josh.
2: It's so fun. That's oh, hilarious. <laughs> I get a kick out of it, too. Because I'll give it right back. Next bit of news is Fox has stated that they are not willing to pay more to retain SmackDown on their network. those in the 2021 to 2022 season, Fox paid WWE 208.5 million dollars for the show, and they ended up losing 145 million dollars. So yeah, if they're going to be losing money, they're not going to pay more. You might they might get lucky and pay either at the same or they're going to offer them a lower price. But I don't see Fox coming back when this deal's up. There's a, I think there's a 50 50 chance that they leave Fox. What do you think, Ben? Do you think they keep Fox? Do you think they end up having to a- Oh, no. I told you all that there's no way. And, I mean,
1: you got to take the pandemic into consideration. But I said there's no way that Fox is going to be willing to pay that.
2: Yep, you did. That's, I remember that a few podcasts a few episodes back.
1: Um, now, here's the deal, though. Where do you go? Does USA still want them?
2: I mean, USA has always been fine with having them exclusively, so... I can see that.
1: Can Plus, see they them. also got into creating their own new run television shows.
0: <coughs> <laughs> yeah, but with the writer and actor strike going on right now, reality TV is king everywhere. Yeah.
1: That's what they're doing. It's all reality.
2: I can see them trying to bundle Raw and SmackDown together and try to pay a bundle price for it, probably.
1: But then that gives you
2: or NXT too.
1: That gives you seven hours
2: <coughs>
1: of programming of wrestling on one network.
2: Yeah. <coughs>
1: Everybody talks shit about AEW having too much. Done WWE have more? Hey yeah. Yep. Yeah, two hours more. <coughs>
2: The next, AW's only got five hours. Some, right. Uh, Dynamite, Rampage.
1: I mean, if you count Ring of Honor, they're still short, but I don't count it because I can't turn my TV on and, and watch Ring of Honor.
2: Right. Yeah, this is definitely stuff that you see on the network. Because <coughs> yeah, Ring of Honor is, you know, it's streaming on Honor Club.
1: Now, uh, With that said, too, is there is the TV rights fees even worth it at this point?
2: <clears throat> That's a good point because, like we've talked about in the past, you know, TV ratings aren't what they used to be because everything has gone to streaming.
1: Well, there's somebody that not different I, Not only streaming, but, like, you can have regular Hulu and watch an abbreviated version of Raw Tuesday morning.
2: Yeah, it'll kick out all the commercials and all the filler segments and you'll just get the, the matches and
1: yeah, you get thirty-six minutes of wrestling.
2: Yeah.
1: <coughs> but what other networks would be in the market? People keep saying Warner Brothers Discovery could be in the market for it.
2: Even if they was, I don't. Even if they was in the market, where would they put it? Because they've got AEW, which they're going to run over time. They've got the NBA,
0: and
1: they got <coughs> hockey. Hockey. And uh, have, when the, uh, NCAA tournament starts, all of that networks show games. and don't like, have anywhere to put it. college basketball games on true TV.
2: I don't see WWE have any fear of losing Raw. US I mean, WB they
1: could always put Raw on the Cartoon Network. <laughs> <clears throat>
2: if Warner Bros. pick up, you ain't gonna see Monday Night Raw on Monday night TBS or TNT. And
1: True NBC True. Universal could pick it up and spread it out over different brands. Let's see, you'd actually have NBC, uh, maybe they put it on Friday Night Primetime. Because that's really the only show getting any viewers. Yeah. <coughs> but also, let me ask you this, after they pull the plug on this uh, Bloodline and Roman thing being done, does that affect SmackDown's ratings?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: I think I mean, so. drastically. I <laughs> think they're... Um,
0: that's their big ratings push. The only thing that I see that could save uh, WWE from losing ratings after the Bloodline storyline finishes is if... The main the semi main event on fucking SummerSlam is the Battle Royal gimmick. LA Knight wins and then comes out and challenges Roman as soon as it's over. And they start a feud. And I don't even know if that keeps it up because LA Knight's popular, <coughs> is he gonna be popular enough to carry the show like that?
1: But apparently he's got heroes super wrong backstage. <coughs>
0: See, yeah, I heard that too. But then I also heard that uh, him being the one of the top merch sellers in WWE right now with only fifteen products. But heck, yeah. But
2: time
1: will tell. But does he get the punishment Zach Ryder and Daniel Bryan got for getting over on your own without us pushing you?
2: Well, according to other reports I've heard they have appreciated how he's been able to organically get over and how creative he is with his promo so you don't know what the fuck to say. hey we like what you're doing but you need to stop fucking doing it until we tell you to do it
0: well i've got some i've got some news on that here in a minute so let me just go ahead and
1: get my yeah, last and i know none of the card except usso versus roman and whatever the fucking tribal island dance off jerk off or whatever the fuck they're calling it is and Roman and Cody, that's how much I follow WWE's product. <clears throat> I will say this, a battle royal is fucking stupid. Why? point is the third. The point is to serve. The is to serve. <clears throat> Here we are again at one of our four big shows. This is the WrestleMania of the Summer. And let's get everybody on the fucking card. Fuck that shit. If you ain't in the story, you ain't drawing ratings, people ain't want to see you, you ain't no business being on the big pay-per-views.
2: <clears throat> yep.
1: All right. Fucking participation trophy era.
2: (laughs) Tony Khan says that they have all the bones for a strong streaming service, and his dream is to be getting it on HBO Max. As to the win and where, that is something that he believes will be largely influenced by Warner Brothers. So they're trying to... Well, they've
1: already got all access on HBO Max. Yeah, he said that, too.
2: I think we'll get it. I think they'll get it. And then lastly here are aew's top merch sellers for the month of july i want to see if y'all can take a guess who do you think number one is guys
1: dan hallow
2: no he's not even on the list
1: number one for the month of the be be acclaimed
2: no they are number five.
1: Oh damn <clears throat> number uh, one number one then has got to be better than you baby no house of black punk,
2: punk is number one punk. Punk is number one. He's got 49 items in the top 10. AEW as a whole, as a company, they're number two with only 14 items in the top 10. Then you got Orange Cassidy, 32 products in the top 10. Number four is Punk and FTR with 27 in the top 10. Five, you got The Acclaimed. They got 15 items in the top 10. You got MJF and Adam Cole, 39 items in the top 10. 7 is Bullet Club Gold with 38 items in the top 10. Brian Danielson, 7 items in the top 10. 9 is Sting, 16 in the top 10. And then 10 is The Elite with 17 items in the top 10.
1: Oh, yeah, but they're the most popular act. Yeah. Well,
2: <clears throat> there's about 9 other people that draw more than y'all's asses.
1: So Punk's on the list twice. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Uh, Collision's main event Saturday is for the Real World Championship. Did y'all see that? Yes.
2: Yes. With Ricky the Dragon Steamboat as the referee.
1: Who, if you know anything about Punk's history in Ring of Honor, Steamboat riffed a bunch of his matches. Yep. And And Dynamite's been hard to watch. Last night was actually really good. Didn't get the Jerry Land match I was hoping for, but we did get the AEW debut of ECW original. The whole fucking show, Rob Van Dam coming out to his original walk by Pantera.
0: That was badass. It was it's awesome, but I think it's funny people. Uh, the people that only know Van Dam from WWE is like, you know, the one of a kind song. Yeah. And all the ECW stuff on WWE that didn't see the original ECW when it was out never knew he had that theme song. And I think that's just fucking hilarious. He
2: still got a huge pop as soon as that music played because they knew exactly who it was.
1: Bro, apparently they already knew. I don't know if he got spotted or there was a rumor that he was going to be there because I'm thinking right off the bat, I'm thinking, okay, who could it be?
0: Every report I heard
1: is an, an ECW guy, but is not doing anything. So I thought maybe Bully, because, you know, even when Bully does his impact stuff, he can still go around. Yeah. And then when I hear the, the first fucking hit of Walk, I was like, holy shit. And some bitch came up with the baddest tank top ever. It was made like his singlets. Nice. Uh, yeah. And then they have their back and forth. Jack Perry leaves, he comes back in and tries to hit Van Damme with a chair, Van Damme ducks. And some bitch is older than I am and still cleared the top rope with a spinning back kick. God damn.
2: Hell man. yeah. i sure. I mean, hell he's fucking still does his yoga and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, so they're supposed to have a match this week. I think it ends up getting fucked or Jack don't do it and they're going to carry this to either all out or all in. Yeah, I can
2: see that. Yeah.
1: And apparently that's pulled up now, and it says contract status, but I kind of glanced over and didn't see anything. It says, Hall of Famer, ECW original Van Damme, made a surprise okay. appearance on this week's episode of Dynamite Front Champion, it that awesome. Encounter with Jerry Lamb, blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> In response, he called upon a good friend from RCW. A report from PW Insider suggests that RVD is scheduled just for for just one match against Jungle Boy next week. I think it'll be more than that. Yeah, they're
2: not gonna blame it. They're
1: not gonna. I also think that MJF has something in that contract that he had Adam Cole sign last night.
0: Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. That uh...
1: that's really good. Well, the way he did it, he was like, "You don't deserve a match." You deserve the, oh the fuck. come on max he goes you deserve the match they hop it up because not in wrestling history he gives him the contract and he says just sign it and then the crowd's chanting read it read it read it and you hear like one thing goes you know he's a piece of shit read it which was hilarious it popped me
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: and uh going back to the van damme thing that you were talking about um I heard it was leaked that Van Damme was there that people spotted Katie Forbes' ass like from 10 miles
1: away. (laughs) In a spaceship. (laughs) Apparently, uh, Canadian uh, wrestler that we know, we've met Jason Lufisto. Woody brought her in. uh, Was called in to do a tryout and meet Tony Khan for H&M and as did a podcast shitting all over the women's division and Dustin Rhodes.
2: Oh, wow. Women's division, yeah, I can see, but Dustin, oh, damn.
1: Well, apparently, according to her, Dustin's just as shady as the girls.
2: Oh, shit. Any specifics that she said that you can see?
1: Uh, Let me pull it back up real quick. Now, I've got the podcast saved to listen to, but it says... In a recent interview with Fightful, Fightful, Lufisto candidly shared her challenges and experience while working with AEW. Leaving no stone unturned, her initial involvement came about when QT Marshall invited her for a possible coaching position, but things took a turn behind the scenes, particularly within the women's division. Lufisto openly labeled the AEW locker room as toxic, shedding light on the issues she faced. During her time with the company, Lufisto encountered encountered tensions with several individuals, including Ruby Soho and the bunny, these conflicts added to the difficult atmosphere she experienced within the promotion. However, it was worth mentioning that Dustin Rhodes, who has played a significant role in supporting the women's division, also found himself entangled in some of these incidents. It's a little chaotic. People are running around. I go into the ladies like this is Fisto talking. I go into the ladies' locker room in silence. There's Ruby, Bunny, and Tony Storm sitting together on one side. They look at me, no words, and it feels really weird. I see Mercedes Martinez happy to see me. Jade is doing her thing. The young girls, everyone is just separated. Quote, I get the same question. What are you doing here? I got called to be an extra and meet with Tony. From there, I don't know. It doesn't feel good right away. I see QT and say, when am I going to talk with Tony? I don't know. He's busy. Walk around. Mingle. I'm walking around. I'm watching Brian Danielson teach Jade in the ring. LuFisto recounts walking in on Ruby and Dustin Rhodes. As I open the door, I hear she's something, something. I open the door and on the table, Ruby's sitting with Dustin and they shut up and they look at me. Okay, they were talking about me, that's for sure. Ruby then all of a sudden is like, I have to go. I go to Dustin and he says, so all French Canadian people are fucking assholes, eh? I'm like, excuse me, what? He was nice to me five minutes ago. He's like, yeah, apparently that's the way it goes. I've had a very bad relationship with Jacques Rougeau. I can say he was even abusive to me. Calling me to tell me I was fat and to lose weight. I'm like, maybe he had a bad experience with Jacques too. Following her initial experiences, Lufisto later found herself in a six-person tag match with Ruby Soho. During the match, Soho instructed Lufisto to remain on the apron while all her partners were knocked off as she believed Lufisto's involvement will lead to their team's defeat. Lufisto agreed to the directive. Dustin is right there and is like, why did you do that? What do you mean? You made all these girls that are signed when you're not look really bad. It was terrible. Okay, details. You should have bumped on everything they did. Following the article's release, Rhodes took the initiative to approach Lufisto directly, seeking to address the issues raised in the interview instead of refusing Instead of refuting any of the criticisms he's expressed, Rose acknowledged the validity of his concerns and feedback. Justin says on I what's it wasn't called X Twitter I don't know. Hey, Lufisto, read your story, read your story. And sometimes as a coach, I have to be very honest and won't ever tell you a lie about how good or bad it was. Sometimes hard luck comes out and won't have it any other way. I hope you find what you're looking for. Keep stepping.
2: Mm.
1: Well, so I understand. think your brother just adds fuel to the fire that the AEW Women's locker room is a fucking dumpster fire. Yeah. <clears throat> I think mean, Dustin probably got caught in the middle of the existing heat between female talent.
2: Yep. And he did, apparently he's trying his best not to be biased, but there is some bias there, especially when it's coming to the the women that is signed and the women
1: that's not signed. But but it shouldn't matter if you're signed or not signed. Exactly. If you're in the match and they tell you, hey, don't do this because it'll it'll affect the match, then as that unsigned talent, you do what that signed talent asks you to do. If there's issues with that, that's why they've got guys there like Dustin, like Jerry Lynn, like Billy Gunn, like Dean Malenko, like Pat Buck like uh A still that are agents that are that are producers they're to help you produce a match. So if it's something that she said then she should have said I just did what you know what Ruby asked me. Whether Ruby would festive to it or not, that agent in charge of that match should have known what was going on. Exactly. So I I'll have an update on that once I listen to the whole podcast tomorrow
0: and yes. major respect to lefisto for not you know not being like well that's what she told me to do not trying to throw her in, under the bus or anything
1: right but if what she's saying is true major slap against ruby for not saying well dustin that's on me i told her not to right
2: yeah on up to your shit. don't don't try to put them under the bus because you're for whatever if you got heat with them don't want them to be signed whatever your issue is
1: you thought the spot would look good because Fisto's a bigger dude, a bigger chick. I know you've probably never seen her, Josh, but she's got some ties to her. Super fucking cool. Like, we met her a few times at Wood Show. But it's one of those things to where whether it's heat or not heat, it doesn't matter at that point. Like, you're there to do the same thing. Yep. Yeah, you're there to get these girls on TV over, but they can only make you as good as you let them.
2: Agreed. Yeah, there's just that's just it's just more and more stuff that's coming out about how toxic that locker room is, yeah, especially on the the women's side.
1: And they say Britt is not good.
2: She okay? L- l- I'm just gonna I'm just gonna bring it out here right now. She's only had one good match, and that was with fucking Thunder Rosa. Everything else has been shit.
1: No, the four way it all in was good. But uh,
2: that okay? I, yeah, that that
1: was all that was all right.
2: But I think when she had that really good match, that like, that match with Thunder Rosa, she got a big head. She thinks her shit don't stink all the time.
1: Yeah. Again, um, I hate to say this. It's the Becky Lynch syndrome. She got her nose broke during the pandemic at Daly's place. And that made a great visual.
2: And she turned it into. She ran with it. I mean, she's got a good look. She has got charisma. She could be a top of a division, but if you're gonna bitch and whine, and when anybody else gets to that spot because they're doing good and they have momentum, it again, it's the wrestling business. You're not always gonna be at the top, and if you're gonna talk shit and cut people out from underneath to that are trying to get to the top, then you're you're that's that's, that's shitty.
1: Yeah, she could never make it in a WWE structure.
2: No, they'd they'd eat her alive.
1: Like I said, it'd be different if she was putting out bangers, but I'm not a fan. I don't think he killed her gimmick when they took Rebel away from her.
2: Yeah. I just don't think she can be a good babyface either.
1: Nobody likes a dentist.
0: No. Well, a news story that I didn't write down says she's actually scaled back her dental practice because she wants to be prepared to be, be able to be on the road whenever AEW needs her. And that's fine and well, but
2: it's 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 a it's a team. You got to support your girls, support your women. You're going. You're sitting there thinking, saying that you want these women to be featured, but. Are you going to start getting pissed off if you have three, if, if when we finally do get three or four women's matches and Brett Baker's on the card?
1: Hey, Again, going back to what Jason and I said earlier, just cause I don't like you don't mean I can't do business with you.
2: Exactly. Be professional.
1: Because I can do good business with anybody that's going to put money in my pocket.
2: Yep. That's what it should all be about.
1: If it's good Unfortunately, it's not. It's ego. Oh. Uh, real quick, too, and we'll wrap news up if you don't
3: have anything else, but uh, shout-out to new AEW Women's Champion, Akaru Shida.
1: Said, oh, hell yeah. Yep. Super happy for her. Become a huge fan of her during the pandemic. Yes, yeah, she. This be her chance to be the champion in front of crowds, so let's see how that translates. Yes, right.
2: because I think she deserves another run since she didn't get a chance to do it in front of crowds. and. <laughs> She is so good. She is so good. Now, you texted me that. I was like, oh, hell yeah. I don't hate that at all. I'm, I'm happy for that. <laughs> Especially with the reports that Jamie's uh, ACL injury is worse than anticipated, and there's no timetable at all this year for return. <laughs> Unless that's a little bit of a worky work, but I don't know. ACL. I,
1: don't, I think this might be a way to put the belt on Paige, Sarada in England.
2: Yeah. Uh, if this was 2013-2014 page i'd be like fuck yeah but no
1: if, if she get out of her head and court worried about getting hurt she can still work
2: i think that's what it is i think she's a
1: sprayed you can what, tell by her movement she's scared what were you gonna say just a second ago
2: jason oh he said he's got a whole page of news
0: still
1: oh keep going keep oh. talking whoa keep talking
0: okay well what we were just talking about the AEW women's division uh Athena actually called out Chris Statlander for a match at All In. I'm down with that. Uh apparently it's not on any kind of an official basis, but it's, you know. Hold on.
1: You can't be down for that when I bitch about keeping the company separated and then you want that match. Well, if you, it
3: if You it... can't agree with me when I say they should be separated and then want the match.
2: Well, if this
1: is only gonna be like a one off thing. No. No. Ring of Honor has their pay-per-views. That's where they need to fucking stay. Just like last night. Even though the match was fucking amazing and I highly suggest going out of your way to watch it. I see Open versus head. Commander and El El Viking De Hill or whatever his name is.
2: Right.
1: It was fucking incredible. But it shouldn't have been there. It should have been on Ring of Honor ring of honor or it could be on a battle of the belts battle of the
2: belts but a battle of the belts is an aew
0: pay-per-view not a ring of honor pay-per-view
1: that's your one get out of jail free though
0: okay yeah it's belts in the company that way they can cycle through and not have the same people on it every time
2: i don't know they need to do something i feel like Statlander. she had all this momentum coming back and She's had a couple matches here and there, but...
1: She's on, she's on Collision about every week. I've got to...
2: Well,
1: I'm
2: missing not being able to watch cool.
1: Collision's so fucking good.
0: Man, all these shirts on the Cleveland sidelines. I want every single one of them. What next we got, Jason? Uh, Going back to what we were talking about before, about the LA night push and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh this right here it says there's backstage concern amongst people in WWE uh that the company may wait too long in trying to push LA Knight. Won't
2: strike while the I iron do is do hot.
0: Said they won't strike while the iron is hot and the momentum will fade, which is what's happened what happened to multiple others including Zack Ryder.
1: Gable Stevenson.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, he had all this momentum at Mania. Nothing. Two years later,
0: he finally had to use. Uh, and just to get these two stories... Well, going back to people re-signing with AEW, uh, Eva reported that... Uh, he, John Silver, and Alex Reynolds have all three re-signed, so the Dark Order has officially re-signed with All Elite Wrestling. All
2: right, Dark Order. Yeah, I wish serious. they'd do more with them. Uh, need to make them more serious again.
1: Big Reynolds and Silver's fan. Love Silver, From, yes. day, from day one, uh, when they come in as the Beaver Brothers.
2: I love uh, the
1: Uh, Shit, what's his name? Evil Uno? Yeah, yeah. Player Player Uno. Sorry, but he is—he's impressed me lately. Like he's become one of my favorites. Oh yeah, it's lost all
0: like, that he, weight. He's he good. good
1: in the ring. He has become good. I would like to see them do something with uh, the the just... Yes. Yeah. And just former group there.
0: All right. And uh just to get these two stories out of the way because it's dealing with someone that Benjamin doesn't like very much.
1: All I mean I'm more specific, I hate everybody.
0: Apparently the Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus match was pulled. Uh... It was pulled from SummerSlam uh, there is a due to time limitations and the fact that they would have to rush through the match to try to get all of the matches that are on the card on and done in time.
2: I know you said good, good about them being pulled, but you said, that oh, they're going to rush, but they added a random-ass fucking battle royal to the match to so the card.
0: Well, I'd rather see the random ass battle royal than that match.
1: So, we need to random ass matches.
0: And with our other piece of Becky Lynch news, WWE once pitched uh, for Becky to shave her head during a mental breakdown. And she said, No, I'm not doing that. That's
2: interesting.
0: A- Thank God because Becky Lynch, in my opinion, is, is unattractive enough without her shaving her head.
1: She might have got over finally. Well,
2: uh, it's
1: a, like Shotzi beat
2: her to it.
0: She well, Shotzi for a good reason.
2: Yes, it was. Yeah. She actually she looks good bald. Uh, hopefully, they do something with her too, though. I like
0: Couple more WWE related stories. Uh, WWE has signed a partnership deal with Slim Jim for branding and other things. That's
2: what the Battle Royal Uh, is.
0: Starting with, yeah, the Battle Royal is a Slim Jim, blah, 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 Summerfest Battle Royal.
2: The winner gets a lifetime supply of Slim Jim.
0: By God, I'm entering. Yummy. Uh, a random in-the-wild Bobby Roode sighting in Detroit ahead of SummerSlam. Oh! Bobby Don't know if there's anything to that or if he's just there because he's there. Uh, Sheamus uh, stated that after Clash at the Castle... Uh, He said, I came out of that with so much organic momentum and it was just wasted. I didn't go anywhere. It was a dead end just like with Wrestlemania. I can
2: agree with that. That that matched you up with Gunter. Gunter was fucking incredible. I'm still with Ben on this one. Um, I will be pissed if they have uh, McIntyre win the title tomorrow or Saturday because I think Let him break the record, and then he can drop it to uh, Sheamus.
0: I was just about to agree. I'd be pissed off if he dropped the belt tomorrow too.
2: (laughs) 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 Yeah, in a live event. Uh, What's your thoughts on the Sheamus thing, Benjamin? I think Ben fell asleep.
0: Yep. Okay, well, the way I see it, I, I completely agree with everything he's saying. He goes into he goes into WrestleMania after, you know, the whole... That was when he did the... WrestleMania, was that the match with McIntyre? Or was that when he was still tagging WrestleMania was a triple
2: threat. McIntyre, Sheamus, and Dutra.
0: Okay, well, they... Uh... There was a lot of weight on the back, on the shoulders of that feud. And him and McIntyre both... Looked like they were in for something big after that. McIntyre went out injured. So it kind of slowed down everything they were doing with Sheamus. So they didn't capitalize there. And then the match with Sheamus and Gunther at Clash at the Castle. If you haven't watched that, go back and watch it. Because it was fucking good.
2: Fucking phenomenal, man. I think I'm going to watch that tonight before I go to bed. That whole card was incredible. That was. That that and mania was the only two times I thought, okay, Roman's dropping the titles. Any other time I knew Roman was gonna win.
0: Uh Cora Jade has recently teased that she was gonna be getting a call up to the main roster soon. Whether that's just you know, teasing saying, Oh, I hate NXT and then shows up and blah blah. Yeah. But I don't know why they would do that there because they're doing the same thing with the Creed Brothers, teasing that they were going to leave and now they're still there.
2: I think that was a little bit different. Like the Creed Brothers,
0: the Creed Brothers won out of their contracts. No. The Creed Brothers don't want out of their contracts. It was oh, the,
2: no, not the Creed Brothers. Sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of Dyad. Sorry. It was
0: the Dyad that wanted out of their contracts, but they won the match to stay. So... Yeah. That was confusing. Yeah. Uh, Randy Orton was advised by uh, the doctors to never wrestle again.
2: Oh shit! No, man. Maybe he can get clearance for at least one more, one more run.
0: What? Well, one more match. Ben, what did you actually? What did you hundred percent have done with your neck? Was it fusion? Was it just a cleaned out, or what? I think I think we lost him.
2: Ben, can you hear us? I think he's asleep. Either he's asleep or he's shit.
0: Uh, it's, it's okay. Up.
2: Good night. Uh, we love you,
0: Ben. Yes, good night. We love you. We'll keep you on air, though. <laughs>
1: yeah, I passed out, boys.
0: Oh, <laughs> it's all good. Uh, your neck surgery, was it a fusion or was it just like cleaning shit out or what? Both. Okay, well, Randy Orton, he had spinal fusion also, but it was in his lower back.
1: See, the first one was just uh, supposed to clean everything up. Um, Once we got in for the second one, that's where we found out that the first surgeon didn't do what he was supposed to do. So it had gotten worse, so the only way to fix it was to fuse the C5 and C6 together but also just to clean up bone damage and spurs that come from him cutting around in there with, I guess you could call it exploratory surgery. Yeah. I just doesn't sound good. Exploratory neck surgery. It's not. It was, trust me, you, you lived it with me. It's not, but, um, I don't know, man, I've heard that Orton's done. I've heard that he could make a comeback, but his, uh,
2: They said his back's fucked from doing
1: all those RKOs. Yeah, it's good. That's what I say. You still got to think, though. Like, back, neck, man, all that shit's connected. When one goes, they both usually are not far away from each other.
0: Right. Well, yeah, his doctors advised him to never wrestle again because of the damage because that type of fusion is very uncommon, and they just don't know what it would do.
1: I would want to be the guinea pig.
0: Right. Right. All right. But on a positive return note, uh, it says Brian Danielson will be able to return before the end of the year after his surgery for his
1: arm. Yeah, that's good. Um, hopefully, maybe before their last pay-per-view of the year.
0: Uh, and believe it or not, the next two the next two stories actually have to deal with people's ring musics oh lord that's good all right cm punk has teased bringing back the this fire burns by kill switch engaged as Ring music
1: i love that song look song. on uh personalities his music
0: oh yeah agreed agreed but this was apparently this one was a tease on instagram he posted something with uh, that, music. that music and said something about a return so they're just kind of it's just one of those is he teasing that he's actually going to bring it back or is it going to be like a one-time deal or you know something like that and then one of our favorite ring musics there benjamin uh, my world.
1: I was retirement.
0: Jeff Jarrett's My World. I love it. There's a line in that song that says, he's not dead, he is Jeff. Our brain? Yes, our brain.
2: <laughs>
0: not, the line says, he's not dead, he is Jeff. And there was, believe it or not, in an exclusive interview on WrestleTalk, they asked Jeff Jarrett about that line in that song. You're asking why it was, where it came from. Apparently, the original version was, he's not The Rock, he is Jeff. But okay. With, but with The Rock being trademarked and everything, they couldn't use it, so they went in and did a quick re-edit to the song, and that's what came out.
1: Hey. Fair enough.
0: And now, my final piece of news... I just remember that guitar hitting on Wednesday
1: nights and shit was good, good television.
0: Yes, no fucking doubt. Uh, Final piece of news is we have 100% proof now that WWE, at least NXT, watches RCW and listens to our podcast.
1: Sons of bitches.
0: Because... In the Triple Threat North American title match, uh, two of the spots that your boy here did in his last two matches showed up on NXT in the same match. Do you think? I think not. Those spots being the put the guy's head and the other guy's arm like a DDT and then make that guy take a bump and DDT the other guy. I did that to the Green Street Posse.
2: In specific, he used a little kick.
0: Well, I used the sick kick, and they used a super kick on NXT, so, you know, that was the only difference on that one. Still ripped off. And then in the exact same match... A spot that I just did this past Saturday night in the match that Ratchet Ronda will be talking about next as we're doing this. Because that's the first match on the card for Wrestleversary 18. Spoiler alert. In the crazy on the pole match, I did the camel clutch to... See who had who laying where? Boom! Uh, You had Steve. uh, You
2: had Zach in the uh, the Boston I
0: had peppercorn down on his face and had him in the camel clutch, while simultaneously giving Zach, uh, Zach died the Boston crab. Mustafa Ali did that exact same spot to Wesley and Dominic in their triple threat match. Interestingly enough, Will
1: gave Josh some former crabs once too. I don't know if they were from Boston.
0: They were south of the border crabs.
1: Oh, them booty hole crabs. Why don't you go <laughs> back to sleep, then?
0: <laughs> so.
1: Hey, look. This podcast has been going on three years. I've dozed off once. You stayed awake through one.
0: You slept through an entire season one time,
1: Josh. <laughs> I literally think there may be a podcast he stayed awake on. Uh.
0: But yeah, we always say how WWE's got bugs, how they listen to us.
1: I did tell you boys that I usually doze off between 9 and 10, and I made it to after 11.
0: You made it to 11 o'clock, so you did good there, Bean Yerman.
1: I think that's all the newsy news. So, now,
0: before we do go and move on to the next segment... I'm not really saying that WWE stole something from me or that a, a big star stole something from me because they did it on TV after I did it somewhere <laughs> else.
1: <laughs> was <laughs> a magic UT school or nothing?
0: So I'm just saying, it's just a coincidence that that happened, you know, when it did.
1: Did y'all hear me snoring on the podcast? No, no,
2: we no didn't it's none. okay. We just heard the fan or the air conditioner. Hey, it's Chubb. And-
1: you just heard me not answering questions?
2: Yes. Richard.
1: That's, that's we, Miles Garrett.
2: That's what I said. Yeah, because we asked you a few times, and then we heard nothing but silence.
1: There's Nick Hard on.
2: <laughs>
1: I watched that kid play since he was a freshman in high school.
0: Hell yeah. die uh, I was about to say, was that backwards or was that forwards? But it was forwards.
1: Hey, you're ahead of me for once.
0: (laughs) That's fucking amazing. It's about time.
1: I think it's just on the cock.
0: Hey, I always like being first on the cock. And we'll be right back.
3: Hey guys, guys. Um, it's, I guess, the moment that you've all been waiting for. Woo! <laughs>
0: um, I guess the moment you've all been waiting for. for the yeah, at all. Um, it's time for Ratchet round up, I guess. Well, what are you rounding up? Because it's a special, it's a special renegade roundup, because what show just happened this past Saturday there, Ratchet Ronda? Ratchet
3: Ronda 18. Woo!
0: Right, the 18-year anniversary anniversary of RCW. Can
3: you not? On the podcast, at
1: least? Sorry. Sorry. Hey, Emily. What, Ben? Did your dad tell you the interesting thing we found out? Uh, maybe. Okay, so we celebrated RCW's 18th birthday on the 29th, but the actual anniversary was the 30th, right?
3: Yeah.
1: So when my memories pop up on the 30th, Guess what else started that day in
3: 2015? What? UEW. Oh, my gosh.
0: There's
1: no way. Yeah, Ben. I promise you. UEW was sent
0: the, the same anniversary as RCW.
1: I sent the flyer and everything to them because this was from 2016. Y'all had started coming up because it's when we did that Golden Opportunity match. Yep. And Freddie Reckless had seen a flyer at uh, the Walmart there where Will works. Yeah. And said, help UEW come celebrate their one-year anniversary. And uh, I was like, wow. Of all the things, like, the rebranded UEW and Renegade shares the same birthday.
3: That's actually
1: insane. It's So cool. Yeah. But uh, give us kind of your, we'll go everything in detail, but just kind of give us your overall thoughts. I just
3: thought it was a really good show. Uh, I was really proud of it. Uh, it, There was a lot of talent in the ring. There was a lot of unexpected surprises. Well, you ain't
0: lying there. No, ain't no lie at all. uh, More on that later. There was
3: a few people called tampons (laughs) in the ring, I guess.
0: Okay, well,
1: bye, by an imposter.
0: By an imposter, Ratchet yeah. Ronda. We'll talk about that here in a minute, what we're talking about there. But uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, well, hold on.
1: Emily, Emily, you know you're over when you have people asking for shirts one week. Then the next week, they're already people impersonated.
3: Who yeah. do these people think they are? Who can be as good as
0: me? they think they're you? But it's not.
3: And okay, only so, Ratchet
0: Ronda. You thought it was a <laughs> great show. Yeah, I thought the show was amazing, Joshua. Josh,
2: thinks Josh the
3: show. was yep, Absolutely yep, incredible. Yep, 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 Benjamin,
0: last. what was your opinion of the show?
1: Top to bottom, that's probably one of the best live <laughs> shows I've ever had. anybody.
0: Okay, you're Pause. gonna have you're gonna have to repeat yourself because Emily trying to blow a bubble just spit her gum on Knox.
3: No, I tried to blow on Knox's head and to spit my gum out on his head.
1: I bet he looked at her inside, didn't he? He yes. did. <laughs> Uh, okay. For those that don't know, we got to tell it, Knox is me in dog form. I mean, like...
3: Well, much, much skinnier, might I add.
1: It's less his heart. But all his blacks turning gray. He's got the gray all in his beard. And for some reason, y'all know that I hate animals. But he will lay his head in my lap every time I'm over there and just be one with me. And any time it gets loud or anything like that, he'll look up at me and audibly sigh. Like these damn people are working my nerves
0: oh yeah it uh, happens every time like knock, anytime something happens like that that's just that's his go-to is to look up that deep breath and the sigh, and be like yep
3: that's also if this. he gets in bed with you and he looks up at you and just takes a big breath I tell you know this boy's about to fall into some deep sleep
1: <laughs> then lay his head back down like i hate these people yeah like
3: he's so fat right. with us
1: but what i said from top to bottom um that was probably one of the best shows I've ever had to hand in, helping create.
0: I would agree with that. Everything flowed so well.
1: Better than it should have. I mean, like, that was Way flawless much. execution. And, you know, we everybody knows we've got this group chat. And, yeah, Emily, know, you, you didn't see this, so we'll tell you what it said. But um, we talked about how everything flowed so perfectly. And... Tyler said the exact right thing. He said, that's the talent. Oh, yeah. That's everybody being on the same page, knowing what what page Tyler and I are on and Jones and trying to get everything there and striving for the same goal. And when that happened, we showed Saturday how much magic you can create.
0: Well, and peek behind the curtain because, well, go ahead. What was the first match, Emily.
3: I don't remember
1: the order. Oh! I know the order.
3: It was Crazy Train versus Steve Dave Enterprises in a pole match with Crazy and the chain that Steve Dave used to cheat and win the tag titles on the pole.
1: And she gets it right, folks.
3: I know. That's like the first time I've ever gotten it Amber. right.
0: I know, because she always forgets something. But
3: And uh, the was on the line other than the pole, Crazy Train could have gotten Crazy back, plus... um. The belts, but if they lost, then they would have been permanently banished from RTW. Boy,
1: that's Because they might ride.
0: And we also. We get five by minutes in the ring. That's right.
3: I was not happy about that. Anywho.
1: The only thing I wish I would have reminded Cody that it didn't, the match didn't end when you retrieved said items.
0: Yeah, but. But we, it was covered. We didn't.
1: Yeah, he sure. was a little premature, but you guys knew because I told y'all the only way to win the match was by pinfall or submission. So you guys kept going and then Cody held back. But if that's the only problem we had all night, I'll take that. And Cody is so phenomenal. Uh, he messes up one time and the whole time he's been there, I'll take it. And like I said, like you said, it didn't hurt anything. It didn't take away from the pop or the match or anything.
0: No, it was actually more of a double pop.
1: Agreed. But tell us what happened there, Emily. Um, I'm sorry, Rhonda.
3: So, spoiler, if you weren't there, which I don't think you're a true RCW fan if you weren't there, so you can't change my mind on that. <coughs>
1: but anyway. there was over 150 of you, 150 of you packed inside that building. Yeah, there was
3: yeah, it felt like it. If you were in front of a fan, it felt like it. I mean it felt better, but it was still quite warm. Anyways, um Crazy Train won. They got their bear back. Which is what you've been waiting and, for.
1: And they got their belts back.
3: And they got their belts back.
1: And, and they get to keep their jobs. But what, what
3: happened?
0: What, but how did they win? <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> Trinity kind of helped us out. But Steve
2: Dave decided he wanted to climb the pole himself and get
3: it. I wish his strong hand would have broke.
0: But Trinity wouldn't climb the pole. Well, yeah, Trinity wouldn't climb so the pole. So, Steve Dave tried yeah, to go up himself. Yeah, Trinity was all like,
3: if you want to go get something, you need to go get it yourself. And Cedar was like, okay then. So, Steve Dave climbed up there with his strong hand, which he would have failed.
0: And while he was reaching out trying to get the bear, what did Trinity do to him?
3: He punched him in the nuts.
0: Right between the legs with the sassa. Can
1: I say it. Can I say it? Go ahead.
3: Dig punch. Dig punch. Dig punch.
1: (laughs) And the
2: crowd went absolutely insane.
3: And the crowd goes wild.
1: Two seconds. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I had a tear in my eye. I was
0: very happy for the kid, one hundred percent.
1: I can only imagine the chill he got. Ace was in production with me. And uh, I, I told him to hold on just a second, and I was watching that, and when it got done, I kind of wiped the tear. He goes, a project? I said, yeah. So I explained the project to him, and, you know, he patted me on the back. He said, you did good. So super proud of Trinity. But what was the best part of the ending there, Emily?
3: Um, so Crazy Train wins the match, and they're all like, Oh, my gosh! we won. I'd say have the right to. They won. finally. Um, I think
1: it blew a couple of pieces of metal off the roof.
3: Possibly. Oh yeah, I think
0: the 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 building didn't have a roof for about five minutes.
3: Um,
1: it's like a cartoon roof.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, um Chris Jones are like, oh, we won. And then, for some ungodly, I'm just kidding. for some reason, these really cool, like, Crazy Train Guides, I guess. I don't even know who they are. What do you want? Um, They let Trinity have five minutes in the ring with Steve Dave. Because Trinity's just fed up with Steve Dave's BS. And for once, I'm siding with Trinity, you guys. Hell yeah. Oh my god, she told you wrong. Um, so, Trinity got five minutes. And then, like, a minute into those five minutes in the ring, uh, Trinity, or Steve Dave's like... Um, wait, what happens? Oh, okay, so Trinity's about to do something. I forgot what he was gonna do. And then, um
1: He just pulled him out of the corner where you've been stomping him for like the whole what do you say, minute and a half already? Something like that, yeah. So
3: then he, he gets him forever. out of the corner and then he gets him in the center of the ring and it looks like he's about to chop him or hit him in the face one. And then he stops and Uh-oh. then Steve Depp turns around and is like, Oh, we're getting the band back together Spoiler. They didn't get the band back together. <laughs> The band had a pretty messy breakup, um, and Trinity Tat or Pinsent. I mean, I mean,
0: <coughs> Trinity gave him the Stone Cold
1: Stunner,
3: and, and then, I counted to three. And then, for once, you could actually count to three. Shut the So up. proud of you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, was,
1: you may have redeemed yourself with the fans at that point, Josh. But mm, more on you you that redeemed. later.
3: More on that later. <laughs> Six inch pumps. Sorry. So, um, so
1: let's play Meltzer here, Emmy. What on God's green earth is that mean? What star rate do you get? We're, we're going to rate the matches. Out of you five? can go from one star to five star. Hold on. This hey, is, this is on.
0: Ratchet Rhonda. We can't go stars. Hey, we're
1: okay. We're another name. Come up with whatever you want to, but let me explain to her how it works. One is like, you know, just the worst shit you've ever seen. Two's a little better. Three's a good match. Four's a really good match. Five's the best you've ever seen. And if something blew you away even better than that five, you can give it up to a six star.
0: And in turn, if it's really bad, you can go all the way down to (laughs) negative five.
1: Yeah, but if it happens in Japan, it's automatically an eight star. Yes. All right, let's just keep it simple. Let's go one to five. And we're going to call it, what's a thing? Go ahead, Five fingers. Five, uh, five fingers. We'll come up with something. Five fingers. I think five, I know her.
3: Five. Five.
0: She gives it five middle fingers straight up.
3: Yeah.
1: All right, how many birds do you give Crazy Train versus Steve Dave Enterprises?
3: Four and a half, only because it was Steve Dave Enterprises that y'all wrestled.
1: Okay, we'll take that. And I, I don't like it.
3: Steve Dave.
1: I'll take it. Any of y'all got anything to write down with there? Uh, actually, yes.
3: Actually, Write that 49. down.
1: I think that'll be good. Now, Emily or Ratchet Rhonda, it's up to you. We can do this for every show if you want to, or we can save it for the bigger shows. That's entirely up to you.
3: We should do it like, we should do like, um, or if show. something
1: happens at a show and you're like, Hey, I need to, I need to give that some middle fingers.
3: No, we can do it for every show, but I also think we should do it for upcoming shows, and I just rate it upcoming shows, and then for the week that we record, like, at the actual show when it happened, I can compare it to what I thought it was going to be.
1: I like that. So. Alright, so you give Crazy Train vs. Steve Dave four and a half fuck yous.
3: I actually changed it, it's
1: 4.9. We can't do 4.9. We can go hatch. It's It's. Uh, quarter, half, three quarters. What so, three quarters? if we're going 4.9, it would be four and three quarters.
3: Five and three quarters.
1: Five and three quarters. I
3: mean, wait, I mean, wait. Just do five. I it was half.
1: in Tokyo, <laughs> chessboard. Four and a half. We're
3: going
0: four and a half birds.
3: Because I kind of forgot how numbers work for a minute. Y'all, I don't even have algebra first semester.
1: <laughs> Let's kind of the fuck use. So... That would be a nice presentation if we ever gave out awards.
3: Yeah.
1: The fuckies.
3: We should look on Amazon. Oh my God, you know like the tiny, the tiny hands. We should see if they have tiny middle, like just middle fingers.
1: That would be awesome.
3: And like, um, like at the end of every show, I could <clears> like <throat> give out how many middle fingers I think was deserved. Oh, that match or- right there—that's a negative five middle fingers.
1: Or just take one to the show and give it to the uh, the match you, the match of the night you thought. Yeah. You know we will call it the fucky. Okay. Okay. So second match.
0: Nate Nathan. She already said because I wrote it down. She said that gives a negative
1: five fucky.
3: Well, I mean, yeah, come it's on, just...
1: come on. I'll put every bit of that match together.
3: It's not even that. It's just hard to like. It was a good match. Somehow, they pulled it off. Probably because Ben had to hold their little hand and walk them all the way through it. Sorry, a little peek behind the curtains. But Ben probably had to hold their little hand and walk them through it because they can't be big boys and stay sober and remember their spots. So.
0: Okay, so do you want to keep it at the negative five or do you want to amend that
1: rating?
3: Amend it to a negative three.
1: A
0: negative three. <laughs>
1: I will take that. Booking not included in there, folks.
3: Yeah, no, that's, like, this is
0: all on match... execution. It has nothing to do with producer.
3: Yeah, the match itself Man, I... was good. Go ahead. The match itself was a good match. They executed it well. Somehow, way, shape, or form. Maybe they were actually sober.
1: Well, I think them doing it every other show they go to. people seen it. You know, they might not have seen it live, but they've seen it, I you know, on videos. Because Nate posts everything.
3: Yeah, God.
1: So I mean, they've seen it, so, like, to us at RCW, it got the result we wanted. Uh, we're done with that feud. We can move on now. Um,
3: I boys, mean, I do, do y'all, y'all have it,
1: anything to add to it?
3: I think somewhat, I mean, I do think it's a good storyline <laughs> to an extent. But, like, whenever you screw up, it's hard to redeem yourself. Like, I think
1: uh, it would be, be a better storyline if it wasn't done in a couple of other places
3: i completely 110 agree because yeah. i don't because i agree with what you said on like the whole it happening at every other show because like i understand that you're not gonna you know be broken up at one show and be a tag team at another but like you'd be you surprised to,
2: you had to run the same storyline. Yeah.
3: yeah you don't have to run the same storyline the messy breakup oh ethan turned his back on me oh i'm gonna beat him up no well, to you. me
1: that should always be the home show
2: Yeah, and that's the thing. He was promoting it more at the other shows than he was with us. I was about to say, but what
0: do they consider their
1: home show? That's true. Yeah, I don't know. But to me, you can only have one home show. Exactly. Yeah. You can't have, well, this is my show, this is my home show, and this is my home show. You can't do that. It's like when we were at UEW, the original UEW, we would wrestle at TWA, we would wrestle wherever. But
3: that was home.
1: But our home show was UEW. Like, I did NACW a lot. Jason would have been a lot if he didn't know, if he knew not to count his money in front of the boys. But UEW was always home. If they needed us, that was priority. So, but who did like that
3: match? Ethan, right? That,
1: yes, Ethan won with the uh, 360 set power powerbomb.
3: Man. Spun that motherfucker around and dropped him on his head. Satellites, satellites, satellites. Right. Now, what
1: was, our, what was our third match at WrestleVersary?
3: The third match at WrestleVersary was Kevin Ryan versus Torque.
1: Man, I didn't get to watch a lot of this because of the segment we'll go over next. Um, <clears throat> but I did see one part. Actually, I heard it. I didn't see it. Was it a moonsault to the floor that Ryan hit and nobody was there?
3: Um, possibly.
1: I hear the most god awful thud ever, and look, and he's laid out on the floor.
3: Well, no. Um, he did a backflip. I think it was was it off? The, it wasn't off the top rope.
1: Yeah, that's a moonsault.
3: Oh. Well then, yeah, he hit a moonsault. No, I mean Torque was there. He hit Torque. I just don't think he landed on top of Torque like all the way on top of Torque.
1: No, it sounded like he landed all on concrete.
3: Um, but there were some really good spots in that match. There were some really good spots. Um, it was very well developed, and their storyline could definitely go places.
1: Like I said, the promos that they did leading up to it, yeah, made you want to see it even more. And I was like, i like miss the,
2: intense real fast."
1: I didn't get to watch it, but um, I think her name's Courtney, yeah. the lady, the girl that posts on um, YouTube. Yeah, she's been posting. Oh, sorry, Tyler just takes me. Yeah,
3: sorry. um,
1: she's been posting matches, and uh, she posted that one. I seen it today. I don't know when it was posted, so I plan on watching it tomorrow at work.
3: They're on her Facebook page and on her YouTube. I think her YouTube is just Courtney Tucker.
1: Skylar? is it Skylar?
3: Yes, yeah, I think it's Courtney Skylar Tucker. Uh, but she that- records the full matches.
1: Yeah, she's uh, we'll on YouTube. People. Yeah, YouTube. we'll
3: also record all the matches and put them on YouTube.
1: I don't know Will, you, Will's YouTube, so I guess just Google him. Yeah, it's just
3: Will Clark. YouTube. But Will Will's Clark. are also on his Facebook. He has the links on his Facebook as well. so
1: You can see Wrestleversary pretty much. In it. I don't, haven't seen anybody post the Hall of Fame yet.
3: Remy. Really?
1: So, that's my big one that I'm waiting to see. But, uh, we know that you like Torch. Mm. We know that you love Kevin Ryan. So, what? What would your rating be of this match?
3: Um probably like a four.
1: I'd give it a solid four fuck you buddies.
3: Um it was a Can it we steal it that really... for
1: the name Jason? Do what? Can we steal that for the name of the instead of stars? I give it four fuck you buddies. Fuck
0: you buddies. Yeah, four fuck you buddies.
3: Um it four was four
1: thick <laughs> Fergusons.
3: <laughs> it was I mean, it's crazy to see a, I mean, pretty old vet, torque, um, and from what Kevin Ryan said in his promo, somewhat, I mean, a younger vet. I don't know how long, cause he did he ever wrestle a Chip Show? Who Ryan? Kevin
1: Ryan? Yeah, yeah,
3: he So he's, I mean, he's been in the business for a while then.
1: He wrestled some at Empire. He wrestled for me. Yeah, he's um, he started he started in Chatsworth.
3: Yeah, that's his home.
1: Like he's probably been doing it. What Jason, fifteen or better? Uh, I love this shirt. Because you gotta uh, think, we're pushing 10 years out of Woody shows.
3: Oh, I miss Woody. I saw him on Facebook the other day and I was like, dang, I really do miss Woody. He but should come do
1: an RCW show. We chat about once a week. They're planning on moving back up here soon. Uh-huh. Up Where do
3: they place. live? Blue
1: Ridge? Uh, they live in Blue Ridge still.
3: Dadgum, I didn't
1: even, I thought he still lived in here. No. Nah, Woody ain't lived up here and, Ten years or better. Shut up!
3: Shut up! Me and your
2: dad spent the night with him with his
3: money
1: mark. Yeah. <laughs> did, you try to, did you try to book how y'all went to sleep? That was no. It, money mark. That Duke was not his house. cut uh, When he hears that one. Yep. We liked this part though. It wasn't Daryl. This
3: was. It, I mean, this was a very good match though. So. I Based think it was. Opinions. I didn't get to I see think. a lot
0: of this one because. Match. I'll just say our, Me being first match I didn't see a lot of the second or third match Because I was trying to cool off And catch my breath
1: But uh Good you can give us input On the latter part of the card as well
0: Well the way this one sounded And everything I saw While I was in the locker room Looked really good Like I saw none of the second period
1: Yeah I, I had no doubt That it was going to be an amazing match I mean, look who's in it.
3: Yeah, right. they're both really good.
1: Like, I don't know that I've ever seen either one of them have a bad match. And if you do, if you can find one, I'm pretty sure it's nothing they did.
3: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure even Green. I mean, I don't remember, to be honest, I don't remember a lot of Chip Show, like, wrestling wise. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there's going to be a lot of Green guys at Chip Show. So, mm-hmm.
0: Remy! Remy, stop.
1: Alright, so
3: well, I have first.
0: seen Kevin Ryan and his old uh was
3: old lady. Like
0: when he used to tag with uh, old Bailey Fry. Ah
3: Bailey Frye.
1: Bailey. mean his wife Devin Ayer.
0: Okay, yeah, that guy too. But when they used to tag up, they did a triple threat tag match against the Hatriots and some other team and it was it was pretty good.
1: Yeah, as long as they kept that Hampton partner out of the ring. Yeah,
0: for real,
3: <laughs> y'all. He's working some real crappy shows.
0: Just the one. He's
1: only working one show. He's not even good enough to wrestle on that show. Oh. Uh, Guys, now so let's see. The first match, you gave what? Four and a half stars.
0: Four and a half. Second, negative three. Third,
1: <laughs> four. Okay, so we're going in the right direction. Uh, we take intermission 15 minutes, and here's where I'm going to completely pull back the curtain because this was my segment. Um, Wrestleversary, of course, is the show of the year that we do. Um, so we always have the Hall of Fame. You now, granted, if something happens and there's like somebody retires or is forced to retire, you know, we'll do a special Hall of Fame induction or whatever. But for the most part, it's, it's the anniversary show every year. So for the last couple of weeks, uh, we've not even talked to y'all about this, on who we were going to induct into the Hall of Fame. Well, Tyler got busy with Gazza Stock, I got busy going back to work and all that stuff. So uh, we really didn't talk about it. Um, at the last Gazza Stock, Dale was like, hey, I got the plaques made, but I've not put names on them yet. And I was like, that's fine. We'll just, we'll do it like that this year. Well, I get to the show and he tells me that we're just going to do uh, one person in the Hall of Fame and that's Pow Pal- Pow, Jimmy Vineyard, the guy that started RCW. And I was like, okay, perfect. Well, it just so happens that the people that we had talked about putting in this year were Jimmy, of course, Sean Banks, David Young, Mikey Watkins, and Logan Chase. Who's Logan Chase? You know
3: Logan.
1: Manager. Glittery you know Jack, tennis racket.
3: i remember if I saw
1: him, but... You would, you would. So, me and Ace are sitting there talking, and he's like, whatever happened to these guys? Because he's, he's not been around or followed anything to do with wrestling other than what his kid watches. And that's just like WWE in the last seven years, right? Right. I thought, uh, you know, I, he was like hitting banks from here, and I was like, yeah. He's like, I said, he comes down a lot. He said, you ought to message him and tell him to come see us. So, I do, but as y'all know, I was having issues with my phone Saturday night. And I wasn't getting anything or nothing was sending either one. And I was like, I chased him, but it's not working. So maybe he'll show up. I promise you, no sooner than I said that, Sean Banks walks into production.
0: That's hilarious.
1: So him and Ace are hugging each other. And here comes Tyler running to tell me that Banks is here. I was like, I know. So they kind of fade out. And he's like, let's put Banks in the Hall of Fame. And I was like how do you want to do this and not tell him? He goes, I'll figure that out. I was like, okay. So, uh, if this happened during matches. This wasn't during intermission. So intermission hits, uh, me and Tyler, we go out to the back and, uh, I go, I go in the back corner where we go to use the bathroom and I see Dave. And I was like, Dave, David Young, for those of you that don't know who I call Dave, I was like, hey, come here for a second. He's like, what? And you know, we hugged. I said, Hey, um, we're going to put Banks in the Hall of Fame tonight, but he doesn't know. So will you come to the ring and do his introduction? He goes, not a problem. I was like, okay, perfect. Well, then Tyler's pissing at this time. Then we we take turns and I go piss. And uh, Tyler walks up and he goes, Mikey's here. And I was like, have him do Dave. He's like, yeah. So we call Mikey over there. And now nobody's seen Mikey. So Tyler goes and gets Mikey Dave's plaque. Mikey hides out front so nobody, you know, Dave or Banks don't see him, right? And so then I was like, you just bring me telling Tyler, you bring me Mikey's plaque, and we'll put him in. You take Jimmy his plaque and then we'll do it. So everybody that we initially thought about putting in the Hall of Fame just randomly show up. What are the odds on that?
0: Yeah, that's crazy that it worked out that way. And, I mean, everything's just falling into
1: place like that. man. And the way we did it was, like, I go out and I I talk about Sean without saying his name. Because keep in mind, he does not none, none of these guys know they're going to the Hall of Fame. They yeah. all think they're there to get one over on their buddy. And so, you know, Dave, I tell Dave, we got a lot of stories, but we can't tell none of them. Because it's a, it's a family show and banks is not a family guy Banks has a family but you know what i mean
0: yeah
1: uh and so we're trying to find him and banks is in a fucking crowd so you know he's gonna play his whole hot like lava this is why i'm hot music have him do his entrance but honestly man i think it worked out better him coming out from the crowd and you could tell that it really touched him emotionally and uh you know he said his piece and Dave goes to leave, and I was like, Dave, before you leave, there's somebody that wants to say something to you as well. But well, here comes Mikey. We induct Dave into the Hall of Fame. And I'm I'm biased, of course, because these are three of my best friends in the wrestling business. Uh, Dave and Banks shit all three of them outside of the business. But you take Dave's acceptance speech and you put it up against any and any sports or wrestling hall of fame, and it is just as good, if not better. So of course, after Dave's done, I tell Mikey, I guess you can kinda of see a pattern now. We put Mikey in, we all share a few more stories, tell our goodbyes. Then uh huge pop right here when we put Jimmy in the Hall of Fame. Um He was arguing with Tyler. He said, I ain't taking that shit. Get it away from me. We went over there. He posed with us and got his pictures took. So uh, the Hall of Fame class for 2023 Wrestleverse Year 18, in my opinion, is the greatest Hall of Fame class in Georgia pro wrestling history. Just because of the way it happened. Oh, yeah. And Emily, that right there, that's the eight star segment.
0: That, that, that's an eight fuck you buddies.
1: Fuck you, that's buddy. Eight, that's, that's eight fuck you, buddy. Yeah. All
0: right. And then after the Hall of Fame was done, <laughs> we got back into the card with uh, special guest referee Ace Rockwell. Ace
3: Rockwell.
1: Looking like a million bucks.
3: He yeah, did. He, looks he looked
1: really good. good, by the way, guys. Man, I got that hair flowing.
3: I think
1: he looked better bald, but that's just me. Got that beard on. Nah, when he was bald, he looked him and Randy Orton like too much alike. <laughs> but got that hair flowing, got that beard on point, come out in his hookahs. And, uh, man, I just love it. Come out to the old school Luger NWA theme. Hell yeah. I just love Ace. I didn't even get to
3: talk to him. No, I was like, he really, ha- I mean, he just put hair and a beard on what he literally
1: he literally stayed in the production office with uh, me most of the night because he uh, you know full disclosure the reason he came back was you know his son is into wrestling and you know when your kid gets into something that you used to do you're like oh I used to do that and of course your kid's like what whatever dad so he started showing him this stuff and Ace actually broke his gear out of the storage container and put it in his bag and he said saw your eyes lit up but and little dude loves wrestling. Like I said, he's sitting in the production office with us all night and was, was peeking. Y'all know how the office is set up. He was peeking yeah. in that little corner through the holes. By the time I get from, from the Hall of Fame segment, he done stole my good chair and watching the big TV back there. I, I didn't you,
0: even bother. It was a let, uh, big compliment from Ace. Big Do compliment I, from Ace after our match was over. He was kind of giving, giving some advice to Steve Dave's guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, he looked at me, he's like, hey, man, I'll tell you one thing. He said, as soon as you guys come out, Sawyer looked at the TV, put his game down, and watched the whole time. He said, and that takes a lot for him to put his game down.
1: He did because he was playing baseball. But Ace is all those. He's just, like he, he's oh, just always been that guy to me. Like, he's – everybody talked about tempers, but to me, if you're comparing that group, they're 1A and 1B.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Ace is the far better babyface and Tempers is I'm not gonna say Tempers is a far better heel because Ace is an, is an obnoxious dickhead, which is what he was at the time. Right. Is a great heel. But there's just something about that dynamic of dynamic of him being that southern white meat baby face that is always drew me and his in ring work is impeccable, so you know, hopefully, going forward, I can talk him into kind of doing a little bit more of that at RCW. Hell yeah!
0: But he was out there to ref the match between Brandon Collins and Johnny Viper. So, Ratchet Rondo, what do you think of that match? Uh,
3: that match was really good. Sorry, I'm kind of sad a video that I wanted to save didn't save. Uh, that that was like it was like three birds. Three. It was a good match a good storyline hopefully a good storyline coming to an end um but it was very good to finally see the guys get in the ring um it was really good to see ace back in the ring i know I they get to talk to him and it was pretty unfortunate i mean i wanted to say hey but <laughs> man was busy so i was just letting him do his thing
1: um he wasn't there as a wrestler either he was there to do a job as a referee did his job, and they got out of there.
3: Yeah, which, which, I mean, is completely understandable, especially coming back, I mean, as, I mean, not a first time, but, like, as him coming back from being retired for so long.
1: Right. Like I said, let me me sweet talk him a little bit. Maybe we can get him in the ring.
3: Because last time he was working, was that it? Empire?
1: Empire. Empire's the last time he wrestled.
3: And, y'all, Empire was,
1: (laughs) (laughs) that was was a
3: hot minute ago.
1: Empire shut down in 2015.
3: So
1: they had that one offshoot after that
3: two years and that'll be 10 years, which means it's, they've been shut down for eight years, right? (gasps) Look at me go. Actually,
1: actually, I take that back. I think he, when Empire shut down, I think he went on the road with Gunner for the first little bit of Gunner's run uh, with Jeff G. Bailey.
3: Gunner is so ugly. (laughs) (laughs) He's
1: Gunner's so good
3: um but this was i mean it was a really good match i was very happy with it i was very proud of the guys i know that there's been a lot of emotions and a lot of feelings going on between these two this was kind of like a like a nate versus ethan but like a thousand times better
1: and a lot longer too
3: a lot longer and they actually know what they were doing i feel like nate because i know i normally complain about storylines going on for too long but nate and ethan's storyline hasn't went on long enough all they've done is the same match at every show that they've quote unquote broken up at so i mean what is really like is it really that big of a deal that y'all broke up or y'all just gonna sit here and do the same thing at every show and not try to build on to what's happening exactly
1: and after they blow this off at the other shows are they gonna hug and make up and get back together
3: literally probably that's
1: why Jason and I have never had a tag team breakup. Ever.
3: I think to a the point they're stupid. Because, like, if well, you say, there's going to be one day where you're going to return on each other, y'all are going to be fine and dandy again. Even and-
1: when there was some real life bullshit between us, we never broke up.
3: Yeah. Like, we you put put your- waited
1: for a few years, and then right we, were, yeah, we were at some random show together, and it was like, they had it written on the board, Wild Boys, and we're like, all right, shit, let's dust this shit off. You still remember the spots? Got in there and, like, hadn't missed a fucking beat, so here we go again.
3: I, I have a feeling that, like, wrestling, because I mean, because it is a sport, I feel like wrestling is, because I know with cheer, once I step on the mat, every other thing in my brain is gone, and I'm solely focused on what I'm doing on the mat. And I feel like wrestling is the same to the extent of as soon as you get in that ring, everything that's going on in your personal life is out the door until you get out of that ring.
1: Well, in wrestling, it shouldn't even be brought to the building. Exactly. You the
0: I mean, I get so focused when I get in the ring sometimes, and it's not even intentional. I'll forget to work the crowd. I'll get so focused.
1: I leave my shit at home when I get in the car with my boys. Like, Of course, that's unfair for me to say because I don't stress about shit, but... Anything I might be, you know, overthinking or anything like that, that stays in my bedroom. When I when they get here to pick me up, it's all about having fun with them. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Then we get to the building it's about advancing and telling those stories for the entertainment of the fans and the featherment of our wrestlers and our company as a whole. Like you're you're right there with it yet. Yeah, just you don't you don't bring personal shit to anything like this. And when you do that's when somebody gets hurt, or somebody's feelings get hurt, and real fights happen, and that's never good. Exactly. But, very good analogy.
3: Because, I mean, I just feel like, like, I know that, I mean, to an extent, wrestling and cheer have a lot in common. But, I mean, at the same time, I don't throw girls to hurt them. I throw girls to put them in the air. You know? like...
0: Well, I've had and been on shows with people that I can't, absolutely just can't fucking stand. Yep. You would
1: never know it.
3: Because so it goes out the door when
1: you tap in the building. Because know, cause yeah. we're professional. We'll we're walk profession. in, shake your hand, say hello. We'll go sit in our place, do what we do. If we have to cross paths with you in front of the crowd, we're 100% professional. We get in the back, we'll thank you for the match or the spot. We get ready to leave, I'll shake your hand say, see you next time.
0: But when once we we're out of that building, I can't stand them motherfuckers.
1: <laughs> once we're at the building, if you show up at the same place I'm going to eat, don't expect me to say hi to you. Because you know I don't like you. And you know you don't like me. So it's just a part of... I've always looked at this as a business. Because I've been on both sides. I've made money. And I've spent money in this business. So it is a business. And it's the wrestling business. Not the wrestling friendship. So the way I look at it is... you know, Tyler, Woody, whoever the promoter is. Is paying you a job. Uh, there's been people that shoot jobs that I hated, but you can't go over to that motherfucker and just start throwing hands cause you don't like them. So you have to treat that. And here's another thing. And I don't know that this has happened, but I'm going to say this since we're venting on the tag team thing. It makes zero sense if you're feuding at every show you go to, but you ride to the motherfuckers together. Yeah. You go out to eat together. People see you around town with your family and their family. It makes no sense. Like that's what you're gonna do. Then you really got to not talk to these motherfuckers unless it's through text or phone calls. But you know what do I know? So <laughs> right. I think Viper and Brandon was a really good match. I think they were in a hard spot on the show. I think I think anybody. Anybody coming out of an, an intermission has to bust their ass anyway. Yeah. And then them having to bust their ass following that emotional Hall of Fame would have been hard for anybody.
0: I think they did it, though. Everything oh, yeah. I saw, their uh, emotion, everything, I thought it was good.
1: Like I said, we've talked about placement of matches and how, shit, I'm going to be honest, how most bookers or shows don't know how to, how to stack a card. Ours was stacked perfectly. You guys went out at the first and killed it. We knew that segment. with, Well, we didn't know. We really hoped the segment with Trinity and Steve Day was going to get over bigger than shit. And it did. It got over bigger than we thought. But then guess what? The second match was able to follow it. Work rate wise. Third match was able to follow it. Hall of Fame take that out because it's going to carry its own. Brandon and Viper, the fourth match, were able to follow it and keep going up from there. That's how you. That's how you book a show. That's how you structure a card. That's how you tell a story. That's how you get everybody on your card over.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, the next match on the card, Rhonda has already tried to write in the book all fucked up ways.
3: It's upside down. Be nice.
0: Uh, Chris, Chris Crunk
3: versus Joey Gambino. Freaks Joey Gambino.
1: Well, was it really?
3: Okay, so, this was supposed to be, it was advertised on the card as a street fight, but the
1: rules- Which means there is no rules.
3: But what was said in the promo in real life, or the vignette, or whatever, I don't even, I don't even remember the difference.
1: That was um, an in-ring promo.
3: In-ring promo. Um, was said, it was a handicap match if Joey Gambino could find a partner. These are words I recall from either Chris Kronk or Ben-
1: they're from Crunk, right? Not me. Not me. I wasn't in there. They're from All Crunk. I
2: know is. As long as he gets this match, he can find whoever he wanted to, to be his partner, but nobody likes him, so
1: he's not going to find nobody. Right. Joe told me that he would not do the match under any circumstances unless it was a street fight. So. Whatever from that point is whatever. You know what I mean? Like, a street fight, you know, you bring him over with a car. There's nothing I can do about it.
3: So time for Chris's match you know I mean the order was not really announced of matches because Cody was whenever I mean whenever he started whenever the show whenever like um bell time happened or whatever and the show started he just went over like the big big matches like the title match and the crazy train match and probably the Nate versus Ethan match and Brandon versus Viper he just went over those, and no specific order, which I'm not mad about, I'm just saying. So, we didn't know what We
1: call that the draws, kid.
3: Excuse me. But we just, but, um, so there was no known order. So, you're just sitting here, you know, it's kind of like jack-in-the-box. That's not a good analogy.
0: No, you never know comparison. what's coming.
1: It's kind of what. You, you've probably never even been to a jack-in-the-box.
0: Not the restaurant, the actual thing.
3: Anyways, so. They got um, good tacos. Joey gives notes. Music plays. He walks out all slow. <sighs> so annoying. Um, and then Chris Crunk walks out. Chris Crunk walks out. He stops. He looks around at everybody. And he walks over to me and Lulu, and we get our hug. And then he gets and gives everybody else high fives. Um, and then Crunk gets in the ring. Everything's fine and dandy. And then Cody steals. Free music starts playing.
1: That was big Hollywood, uh, baby.
0: And I wish you could have just seen what she did with that whole time she was saying that. That was hilarious.
2: <laughs> Those was What Joey did is he, uh, he got in his phone. He scrolled down to the bees, Went to big Hollywood. Gave him a call.
3: B-movie. Three, two, four. Bee Bee movie four. B-movie <laughs> four. <laughs> um, yeah, if you don't understand that, freak you. So, this match had a few chairs involved, a few hurt backs involved, a few messed up friendships involved, a few crappy best friends involved, <laughs> Joey, um, and a few good spots. And by a few, I mean pretty much the whole match. Mm. So...
1: So, how many... I, I heard two people disagree with that.
3: Oh yeah, we'll we'll get to that in the closing mix. Don't worry. Don't worry. Hey, this is my Cameron Cox, Ben. Okay. This is my Cameron Cox. My time to shine.
1: Oh Lord.
3: <laughs>
1: okay. Can I so- name drop?
3: I should've said that off air. Sorry.
2: What? To on him on last
1: show.
3: No, I'm not talking about like actual mo- I'm not talking about actually Cameron Cox. I'm talking about this it's is my Cameron version Cox of oh, his Cameron Cox moment.
1: No, do you how have you many? Kid? How many fuck you buddies fuck does this man buddies? get?
3: I get this match four.
1: Okay. Okay. Uno
3: dos qua- seis. Cuatro. Cuatro. Uno dos seis is six. Uno
2: dos tres cuatro cinco seis.
3: Cien. I don't know. She's. All right. She's. Hey. She's, she's occupied. Oh, uh, get the lid.
1: Does that bring us, let's see, that is match five. So oh, and oh, by us the way, for,
3: Joey Gambino won that match, but Joey Gambino's horrible and really didn't even wrestle. He did two spots and thinks he's all that in the back of chips.
1: Well, if you've never seen Big Hollywood, he makes Joey and myself look like a little guy. So, <laughs> yeah,
0: Crump, yeah, Cody. Was, yeah, Cody. Crump was definitely. to big guy.
1: He was definitely out-to-numbered, so no one crunk the way I do. He's going to take some time to regroup and refocus, but when he's ready to come back, some heads are going to roll. I can see that, definitely. So that brings us to our semi-main, semi-main event of the event evening. Emily's
2: the, favorite match in the whole For the night.
0: No Limits title, her
1: favorite match. The wrestler. missions rules only.
0: This is RCW No Limits champion, West Blaze taking on... <laughs> Begging on who, Emily? Boo!
3: He doesn't even get a name. I
0: don't know,
2: boo. Hey. Chris th- Payne. His bad.
3: name makes my stomach pain. <laughs> that rhymed.
2: No, his his name gives my stomach pain.
3: That's what you should have
2: said. That's what I said. No, you said gives.
3: Oh. Okay, well, I hate Chris Payne. I dropped him last week, so um, this was in like <coughs> submissions only match, so that means Wets Blades or Chris Payne could only go one, two, well... He just had a tap. He'd have no to go one, two, three. three. It's a tap out. It's it's a a, it I'm
1: gonna make a tap no out. That rope breaks it all. Tap out. I'm gonna make a tap out. So you, um, drop unfortunately, pain
3: like me. unfortunately, Chris Payne made Wet's Blades tap out. Wet's Blades. You're a butsy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> two feet fair, though, he did have a man choked across the bottom rope. I don't care. No. Do you know what a ring rope actually is?
3: No, it's, but I don't care you know, it's, it's
1: a, a steel, steel cable. cable. It's, it's about six blade inches of solid steel cable. Like the, you know the power poles? Sure. You know the ones that's got the the cable coming off? It's got like the yellow plastic coating on it? Yeah. That's, that's a, a ring rope. Oh, okay. I know what you're
3: talking about.
1: That's a wrestling rope. That shit hurt. Yeah. That's all a wrestling rope is with a garden hose around it and some electrical tape.
3: So... Wes Blades unfortunately took the loss on this one. This is the only one of the only times I've actually ever rooted for a heel. I'm gonna be 100% honest because I used to hate Wes. I used to hate Wes and his gimmick, but Wes is like one of my favorite heels now. He's probably my number one. Jake is probably number two. I don't like Jake is good in the ring, and I every almost every episode I say I don't like Jake's gimmick, but that's because he's so good at it. He makes me not like him like he's supposed to. So I I I'm gonna rephrase it and say I hate how good he is at what he does.
1: There you go.
3: Right. Same thing with so,
1: after. What's his name? Chris. What's Payne his name? Emily, the new RCW No Limits champion.
2: Chris gives my stomach pain. Yeah,
1: Chris gives. Not my you, stomach dumbass. Pain. I want her to say his name. <laughs> That's Payne. why I said Emily. Chris pain. Chris pain with his notes. Did you
3: ask for his autograph after so. the show? Why on God's green earth would I ask for Chris Payne's autograph?
2: He could have a pretty damn cool signature. You don't know that.
3: Well. Okay, so. Why
1: would you why would you want somebody's autograph just because they have a cool signature?
3: Yeah. I wouldn't want somebody's signature unless I actually like them.
1: That makes no I think,
3: sense. I would take his signature. I would take Zach Malone's signature. She- I would take Chris Kronk's signature. You, you just want that?
1: pretty awesome
0: handwriting. You just want my autograph so you can practice writing and like <laughs> forging it on your like card.
1: She, she just wants your autograph on the back of a check.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. She just wants to be able to forge my your signature on this. What Let's is, see.
2: Uh, uh, I would,
1: okay. So Emily, with everything that happened in that match, Chris Payne's the new champion. Wes is out of the picture. Here comes. Peanut you know Butter the Clown, or so we thought.
0: Peanut Butter the Clown comes out and gets in the ring.
3: These nuts. <laughs> um, Peanut Butter fades, bogs, comes out in the ring. And what happens, guys? Because I forgot, because I got He's mad after Wes lost.
1: He turns Peanut on, Butter. Chris oh, Payne, Peanut Butter on Chris Payne, takes the mask off, and reveals himself to be Dino Dupree.
2: That's, yeah. it's me, Chris. It was me all
1: along. Brothers? Too many Vince jokes in one day. Shut up. <laughs> that's two from you already today. I
3: don't give a so, freak about no.
0: what do you think about Dino <coughs> jumping Chris
1: Payne?
3: I mean, I thought it was necessary. I would have liked to have been the one to jump Chris Payne, but that's just me.
1: <laughs> well, all then right. what did you think about the super surprise return to come out to run? Randy Rock Peanut Nut... Peanut, pino, 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 that's his name. Pino <laughs> Butter and oh,
3: God man, pino. Having a stroke. Okay, Josh.
1: Pino, because his name's Dino. He's Pino Butter. Pino Butter, pino
3: butter I like it. <laughs> um, well, I don't really know who Randy Rocker is. I don't know why the whole crowd went wild for him while everybody was like, oh, my God, he's so hot. Because he's really Because nice. that's
2: a pretty motherfucker. <laughs> man. It nice? He's got a nice beard, too. I he's mean, a, he's pretty, he's a but dude. he's
3: not, like, jaw-dropping. Jaw-dropping.
0: I I was actually told. I was actually told. I was looking.
1: I don't know. I've seen some of the other guys you think are attractive, and Randy is far superior in his manhoodness. I don't know. I'm jealous. I'm jealous
2: of his beard.
0: I was sitting in the locker room, and I had somebody tell me, you know, I was looking around, and I thought, man, Hampton's probably got the best beard here. And then Randy walked. Randy Rocker walked in, and was like, "Well, never mind."
1: And see, back this up, pull the curtain back again. There was supposed to be somebody else to do that spot that they didn't show up. Wow. So and Tyler's sitting there talking, and I was like, I mean, let's look around. There's got to be a good looking handsome bearded some bitch in here. I was like, I mean, there's Randy Rocker. And he was telling us no at first, and then he's like, all right, hit my music. Pulled his ghost prime, prime out.
2: <laughs>
1: Don't know if that's gonna work in anything because he is nursing an ankle injury. But man, he blew he blew the rest of the roof off the building that was remaining.
3: Are we yep. gonna name who no-showed?
1: no Show? No, because it's not important.
3: Okay, right. Cool
1: means. You'll just notice when they're never there again.
3: I'm gonna go back. Or and you, look
1: at the you won't. Well, if you know, you'll uh, yeah. I'll tell you off air though. Okay. I, know, I know who it was. I
3: don't remember. Next, next match. Oh. Hold on, next. hold on.
0: How many fuck you buddies does that match-ending segment get?
3: Three FU's. Three? three. Yeah, F-U'd. only because what's made it good. Itch.
1: All H. right. I'd give, i give it a half one because of the surprise ending that blew yeah, the crowd. Yeah,
3: give it three
1: point Yes, we'll go with a trace, trace and a half on that one.
3: Because I mean it wasn't a horrible match. I just don't like Chris Payne.
1: No, it wasn't a horrible match. It was I thought it was probably the best match that they've had.
3: It's probably the best match Chris Payne has had in his career.
1: And it's a good blow off match. And with Randy, you gotta think, we've not seen him in well over a year.
3: Yeah. How old is he? Uh
1: no. No. Nah. Nah.
0: It's all natural. Well, right? he's, I
3: because uh, how old like,
0: he Because
3: he looks like he's on the older side. Uh, he's
1: younger than I am. So it's yeah, just like. He's mid 30s, I'd, I'd say. It's probably Yeah, mid 30s, I'd say. No, they, he's he's a whole different looking guy than he was when me and your dad first met him. He's pretty
3: yeah. jacked. I will admit
1: that. Oh, yeah, he's jacked. Got a great beard. And he, they're palming him. Any biggest, on, I mean, hair on his uh, head. Nick Ultras and rides a Harley.
3: Nickelback. He's got Mohawk.
1: And that brings us to the main event of the evening, Emery.
3: Uh, Brent Wait, what? Jake Murphy burnt it to Brent Who held, Oh, hello. For the J- RCW yeah. title. The
1: now, Jake and Kat looked fucking phenomenal. Yes. Oh, that was badass.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: For that body paint.
3: Kate looks a little burnt.
1: I
0: will say back. that Jake's yeah. paint looked a lot better before some of it started sweating off. It was extremely hot back there. Yeah. My paint was melting before I went out to the ring.
1: Have y'all switched to the latex yet? Yes, that was. Damn. Yeah. Y'all need a few fans back there. Not the
0: one that
3: is. Remind the me car. of some
1: kind of latex y'all are using because... Bro, I wrestled in Cornelia with face paint and it didn't melt. Ain't no other building in the world hotter than Cornelia.
3: Anyway, it's Jake Murphy and Brent Banner.
0: Jake Murphy and Brent <clears throat> Banner.
3: Uh, this was a pretty good match. I will say, has the promo of Brent Banner been posted yet? Yes, it has. I saw it on Facebook yeah, the other day. Yes. Um, it was
1: know, actually posted, uh, I think, night of.
3: If you have not watched this promo, guys, uh, you need to. I, because I stay
1: away from Brent Banner.
3: Watch well, oh, out from Brent
1: Banner. Before Before Emily gives her thoughts on this, also shout out to Brent Banner, who is the Slaughterhouse podcast run by our most listened to podcast with a guest on it, Rawhead Rex. Brent Banner is their wrestler of the week this week.
3: Woo!
1: Yay, Brent Banner. Does he listen? Does Brent listen? Yes, he does. Does he
3: actually?
1: Yes, he does. Oh my
3: God, so many wrestlers listen, and they all want to tell me this.
1: Most
3: of them do. Yeah. Does Brent is the
1: student of the game. He listens to everything and studies everything. He's
3: well, good for Brent.
1: Man, he's fucking phenomenal.
3: Brent, it's very good. Brent's very good in the ring.
1: And humble, and a good guy.
3: I think from from the way that y'all talk about him and the way that I've seen in the ring, I think that Brent is the type to take constructive criticism well and apply it.
1: Definitely. Yes. He actually put a post up, um, thanking people, thanking the people that would help him. Like, I hate to say this, but I will, uh, I'd sent him the message about the slaughterhouse podcast on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Was Yeah. It was Sunday about him being the rest of the week. Um, mm-hmm. and he messaged me back. He said, man, that's incredible. Uh, I don't feel like I deserve it, but thank you. He said, And this is pulling the curtain back. But he said, I couldn't do it without you and Tyler putting me across the ring from me like Casey Cage, Johnny Viper, uh, Jake Murphy. He said, it it took all of you to get me where I am. And I said, it takes all of us to get everyone where we need to go. So not only does he listen, he applies what you teach him.
0: And that's good. You can't ask for more than that.
1: Because the one knock on him when I first met him was – um, Tyler was like, he can't cut a live promo. He he just can't, he can't cut one. So that's why we had that banner with him and I back and forth that night. I was like, bro, he can play off me. I If you can't cut a promo with playing off me in the ring, then you really suck. And then we've, we know every week we get a vignette film with him. And he's usually one and done. But phenomenal. I would love to have a locker room full of Jake Murphy's and Brent Banners. Hundred um, percent.
3: This was a very good match. I'll be a hundred and ten percent honest. Hey. Hey. Um, hey. These guys, I mean, these guys have had a really good storyline going.
1: And uh, keep in mind, by this time, this match is probably in the ring starting at around ten thirty. So right. that's usually where we end on our regular big shows, but of course we had a Dexter Hall of Fame this night, and like we didn't lose fans. They didn't. They weren't as. They were still as into this match as they were the Crazy Train match at eight o'clock.
3: Yeah, and not to mention, it's hard. You ha- I mean you have to be good and have to have a little bit of experience to know how to keep a storyline interesting. And I feel mm-hmm. like these two guys have done a really good job at keeping the storyline interesting.
1: Well thank you. We take we take great pride in that, Tyler Jones and myself. Um so this
3: is where But it
1: does it takes the guys it does take the guys to believe in what we're telling them though and push that through.
3: Um I'm gonna give this match four F.U. buddies. You, buddy.
1: Oh, hey, fuck you buddies. Four fuck you buddies, all right. Yeah, so, I wrote it down where I wrote the other one
3: down can so you can write it down. Four
1: so our highest match of the night was the tag team title match
3: yep it goes tag team titles Krunk versus or torque versus kevin ryan chrome versus joey i mean they have the same but torque and kevin ryan came before that's why i said that and then okay. west versus pain brandon collins versus viper and oh wait yeah and then nate versus ethan
2: yeah, uh, this okay. ain't Dave Mister, okay. we, uh She don't give five fuck you buddies just out of willy-nilly on the first night.
1: So. Now, as far as the whole show goes, give me a number grade like we're in school.
3: Like like 100?
1: 100. Oh, a- no, a- B, A plus, A's, whatever.
3: Um, I'm going to give it an A minus.
0: I will take an A minus. Okay. No, I'll take it.
1: Yeah, yeah, especially shows. with a no-show, and that's a big old boy.
0: A no-show, how things had to fall into place, plus the one negative star match. And the uh, all impromptu, spur-of-the-moment Hall of Fame ceremony. Fuck
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, but really, with those guys in it, how could we go wrong? Oh, yeah, of course. No doubt. But let me take that back. Good band. We could have actually told some real stories. Oh,
3: yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: but I think most of the stories we could tell we could still end up in jail for
0: probably
3: yeah
1: or there'd be some divorces one of the two overrated overrated that's right I will take an A minus um Josh pull the pull the uh the quote gimmick up real quick the
0: quote gimmick yeah in the group chat
1: that I sent now um I shared it a bunch on Friday and Saturday. Uh, there was a couple of kids who my buddy Phil Hefner knows. Actually, they are his lawyers, children. (coughs) uh, Who, they had took their dogs to a kennel while they were out of town. The kennel moved them to someone's house. The house burnt down. So they lost both of their service animals. So the kids were in Dalton doing a fun. They live in Cahuta. They were in Dalton at Big D's flea market Saturday doing a, uh, Eliminate fundraiser, so Phil sent it to me, and Uncle Terry sent it to me, so I reached out to the mom, which is Hefner's lawyer, and invited them to come to the show Saturday night, and Emily, that that's who, uh, before the show started, when fans were coming in, who I come out there and shook his hand. Yeah. Um, introduced myself, and so, uh, I didn't get to see him at the end of the show, so I sent a message to him, uh monday and i'll let josh read the message to you
2: yeah Bennett said did y'all enjoy the show and he said oh my lord yes i meant to send you a message before now the only reason we left early is because i've had five back surgeries and it started going out and i had to promise to bring the boys back to get them to let me go home and rest my back we'll be back brother thank you so much you guys are great
1: which i can relate uh Two neck surgeries sitting them bleachers to wear you the fuck out. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, there there's a credit to the talent, the production, the referees, everybody. Like, this guy grew up on real wrestling. Not that bullshit Josh grew up on. He grew up on what me and Jason grew up on. Real fucking wrestling. Storytelling. Good versus evil. Baby faces and heels. Southern wrestling and storytelling. Like, big Continental fan because he's from South Alabama. Uh, Mobile area. Um, so for him to come in, and he was more excited to come than his kids were, honestly, when I was talking to him. And like, he talked my ear off for like an hour, where I thought it was going to be like a 10 minute conversation just hey, come be my guest. But uh, that just shows that we're giving you everything we got. Absolutely.
2: And don't knock what I grew up on. Come on now. I have fond memories
1: of mine. Attitude era was shit. Impressing was shit. But yeah. What are
2: you
3: talking about?
1: Stories were good. Wrestling was shit. Oh. Alright, she's back. Now read the other post I sent you guys from today. I don't have the post. Oh, they do, and it's hilarious.
0: Okay, the Trinity. Okay, so. Trinity messaged Ben and said... Finally got a chance to listen to last week's episode. Damn, y'all dropped me more times than I've got dropped in the ring, lol.
3: Oh, I feel bad. I feel bad whenever I drop people and they listen. No, no, no.
1: He don't mean that drop. He means just drop his name.
0: And then he said, and he said, which makes last weekend even funnier because Ratchet Rhonda told me, I'm proud of you, Tampon, during intermission.
3: Okay, Which guys. we have now come
1: to find out, according to the real Ratchet Rhonda,
0: Trinity, that was it, not Ratchet Rhonda.
1: She did not speak to Trinity during intermission. So
2: who did you talk to?
3: Yeah, Trinity. What Ratchet Rhonda? What ho, is claiming a? to be me? And so so this one OG, and she's right here on the podcast.
1: This is going into the preview. So this Saturday. At Renegade Championship Wrestling at thirty-eight ninety, alternate fifty-two in Chatsworth, Georgia.
3: JJ, help, help, help us
1: find the imposter
3: Ratchet Ronda. Yes,
0: we have to find the ratchetest of Rondas.
3: Yeah, what if it's one of Chris well, Payne's? Oh, if it's one of we'll Chris have a Pains, real we'll have a real
1: preview in a little bit. Imposter I Isabel, will beat well,
3: somebody.
1: I just. I just thought that because I thought you may have said something to him because you know you called him a tampon before. I think it was I think it was always all fair because he wears all red. Right. But
3: like, hang on,
1: like. but for him to just automatically assume it was you, I thought was hilarious. And I could see you after the poppy got and everything. I could see you okay. What my dad had been saying, or what my dads have been saying, was right. Maybe I. Maybe I was wrong. I'm proud of you. But it's even better now that you didn't say that, because now we got to figure out who actually did say that.
3: Yeah, so if you listen, reach out to me. Don't be scared. Don't be shy. <laughs> I'm right here. OG is here. All uh-huh. right.
1: You right. ready for the preview for this Saturday? Uh, Let's go ahead.
3: Yes, I just hooked my phone in, so I do not have said card. It's okay,
0: because we don't really have a card either. All yeah. we know I is...
1: Will, I will promote the one match that we're going to promote, we'll let your dad promote the the other thing. So this Saturday, RCW prevent, presents the fallout from Wrestleversary. thirty-eight ninety, offered in 52 Chatsworth, Georgia. Doors open at 7. Bell time is at 8. Tickets are $10 for adults, $5 for kids. Under 5 are free. We offer police, fire, military, and senior discounts. We also have a family four-pack of tickets that will save you money. Family four-pack of tickets, only $25. You have to mention that. If you don't mention it, we're going to charge you full price. But if they do mention it, what can they do with that saved money?
3: They can go over to the... um Um, Renegade
1: Renegade Diner Diner and get a cold beverage or something to eat. And the popcorn is delicious and you're going to need a couple beverages because it's so salty and good. Yes, that's
0: what she said. And the
3: action is going to be on fire. Don't know if y'all got that, but...
0: Yes, the action is going to be on fire because the one match we know that is happening (laughs) is what? Benjamin Thresher.
1: It is a RCW title match. And let me say this. Jake Murphy put on Facebook that, oh, Someone with the "I'm friends with Ben Thrasher card gets a match with a champion. It's not it at all. If I was giving out title matches to my friends, Jason would have a would have had a RCW title match by now. And yeah, for my fucker. from my remembrance, the only time that you had an RCW title match was in the tournament to crown a new champion when we reopened. Yep. So I'm not. First of all, I don't hand out favors. Like, I got into a physical altercation with my other best friend, Brandon Collins, over this. Jake, it's this simple. I told it on Facebook, and I'll tell you here. Look at it the way that logical people do. You claim that you're the best wrestler there. These guys want a shot at the title. But you're claiming you're the best. So I'm giving you every opportunity to prove that you are the best by stepping in the ring with the best talent RCW has to offer, whether they're a regular or someone I bring in. If you're really the best, then you'll retain that title. But everybody's goal is to be a champion, right, Jason? That's right. So all these singles wrestlers are gunning for you. And and here's the deal. I don't care who they are. If it entertains the 150 people that we get a show, then it's not about favoritism. It's not about friends. It's simply about entertaining the fans and letting you prove that you are the best that you say you are. But Jake will defend the title against uh, Torque, who's coming off a big victory himself.
0: That's right. That's right. And to prove that we are the best tag team, we will issue an open challenge to anyone who wants to come and try to take the belts off of us. Because Saturday night, August fifth, at the Tabernacle in Chatsworth, Georgia, it is the Jason Hampton birthday bash and tag title celebration.
3: Bob. I
1: was about, I was about to, I was going to have to talk like Malone so you'd understand. We are you've been forgetting that celebration.
0: Well, it, it it's my birthday, and I'm getting old, so I forget things sometimes.
3: Oh, what? Yes,
1: I'm down here now. You're gonna to have to get some of that Frank Thomas gimmick. I,
0: yes, I'm already. i have already.
1: nugenics, that's it.
0: I've E40. already texted for the free sample.
1: E40. I have to get you some Nugenics. All that and more this Saturday at the Tabernacle. But before we get to the Tabernacle, or before we get to RCW. Let's back up real quick and then I got one more thing to plug. Um here's what we forgot to mention in Jake and Brent's match was Emily, you still there? Yep, I'm here. Referee Josh fuck Brent. Oh. Wait, what happened? Right yeah. in his bro. Hall. Right in the bro. But we Emily touched on it. You need to watch the promo of Brent because He's tired of getting screwed over by Jake and Kat.
3: He's also tired of
1: being screwed over by Josh. He snapped in the locker room and threw some expletives out of his mouth and kicked a garbage can over. So
3: uh,
1: I I know when I talked to him Sunday about the rest of the week, he had calmed down a little bit. So we'll see how his attitude is going forward. But we've talked about Saturday at the Tabernacle. Let's talk about what's going on Friday Woo-hoo! night. Friday night. I if you're listening to tabernacle. this Friday morning, come join us Friday night. What is tomorrow's date? The 4th. August 4th. August okay. the 4th at the Tabernacle for Stock Numero 4. Woo! Gazastak you're going four, to August have... My um, oh shit. What was the group that was there last week? One for last family. month.
0: One for, one for the road. You're
1: going to have one for the road opening up for National Headlining Touring Act. Fortunate child out of Jacksonville, Florida.
0: Which is amazing. Tyler went and saw these guys live, what, about a month or two ago?
1: Yeah, a couple months ago.
0: Talked about uh, how awesome they were. They happened to be up here close. And Tyler was like, hey, why don't y'all come up here, perform at Gas and Stock. And they were like, bro. Fuck yeah, right on, let's do it.
1: And I'm saying this, this goes out to any of the boys listening to this. Bro, why the fuck you ain't out here supporting this shit?
0: Yeah, we're not,
2: undefeated.
0: Hey, not only is it a good time... It's good music, man. It's good music. It's hanging out with, you know, the other boys. Hell, it's me...
1: Bro, we got a whole section of just the boys.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's the podcast plus the family, the, like, podcast family. Shout
3: out to Damian
1: Bradshaw.
0: He Damian, came to the last one. Damien Bradshaw's been to the last two Gaza Stocks. Oh, I know, I
3: didn't know. He'll, he'll be,
1: that he be there, there this him week, himself. too. Uh, fortunately, he won't make it to the show this week. I'll tell you all why I'll there. But he will be at Gaza Stock tomorrow night. Um, Look
3: at that. You go, Malone
1: man. showed up before. I understand it's Friday night. It's hard. Um, hopefully, I get to make it. Kylie has softball early Saturday, but I'm still planning on coming. Man, it's a good time. And here's the deal, guys. If you call Tyler, even day of show, he's going to let you in for that discounted price. But where else can you go see live music for 15 bucks a person? No
0: Plus,
3: doubt. The environment's incredible.
1: It's Plus, rich. you see some talented motherfuckers like...
3: Ik the freak.
1: I think Richie's the best one they've ever had play there.
0: Oh, my Richie God. Was Richie
1: was good. That, kid, that man is phenomenal.
3: By the way, really. Why, like he, last game. why
1: he's not got signed, I'll never know.
3: Well,
0: you go back to the second.
3: Well, game hold, the hold
1: on. The best part, though, if you're coming as one of the boys, is what we got to see last week or last show.
0: Yeah, Tyler Gasway getting in there and rocking out on really? the guitar on with Simple him. Man.
1: Just murdering that guitar. Like, I'm not going to lie. Me and Jason standing up, clapping for him with tears in our eyes. That's yeah. love, people. This man is doing all this shit. He's putting it out there. He's bringing great wrestling back to Chatsworth. He's bringing music to that area. Support him. Like, so keep supporting this, man. like.
3: We love Tyler. I,
1: I want Gaza stock, and I want RCW to be so big that we can't have it. We got to get rid of that building. Oh,
0: yeah, we got to move to a bigger building. That's a that. that's always a good problem to have is that there's not enough room because too many people want to come and see your product.
1: Yeah, and if you're listening to this and you're not one of the boys, everybody likes music. And these two groups that they got playing, we're in the South. I know y'all like Southern Rock. And One for the Road did an original, had us in tears. Hell yeah. So, you know... Mainly do you boys, they'll come out like Drew used to always have this thing of support your brothers, support them, buy their merch. When the pandemic hit, Drew and I was taking turns just buying random shirts off pro wrestling tees from independent wrestlers. Yep. Never wore them. Kylie's got a drawer for them she sleeps in. At the time, I was blessed enough to do that, and so was Drew. But we would also buy shirts from Viper, the lynch mob. Anybody that had a pro wrestling T store that we knew because, you know, it's a small business. This man is trying to build something. You guys talk about how much you care about Tyler, show it. Don't don't say it. Show it. Bring your ass down there and support Gaza stop.
0: Cause I mean, worst thing <coughs> worst thing that's gonna happen is you're gonna have a good time. <laughs>
1: Well, the worst thing that's gonna happen is you're gonna sit with us and get really intoxicated. <laughs> like I said, you're gonna have wow, a,
2: good a good time. Wow, having a good
1: time. There's a, there's well, a. There's but a there's I drank a so much I couldn't feel my face. Yeah, there's
0: yeah, the, there. the lips might have been a little numb. No, never, yeah.
3: I can't feel my face when I'm with you. That's
1: a stroke. You're having a stroke. But I love That, it. that but was I legit. I couldn't feel my face.
3: <laughs> um, by the way. Yeah, I oh my it. God, Miles! It's literally the cutest thing in the whole entire world.
0: Tyler, did you hear that?
3: Look at how adorable he is.
0: He looks just like Tyler.
3: He's a little cutie pie. <laughs> <laughs> well, all
0: right, guys. Ratchet, Rhonda, you got anything else you want to add to your segment this week?
3: Um, no. Other than the fact that I love Tyler's girlfriend, she's amazing. So Tyler his like,
1: girlfriend I know that I love We love, love, love Sarah. Right. Oh, Sarah. Sarah
3: is, awesome. is amazing. Love all the help that she's doing with the guys of stock. Love how involved she is. Love how she gets along with us so good. Like the first night we met her, she just like clicked, which is how you know that she's good.
1: It's like we made her. Yeah. All <laughs>
3: right.
1: This is what we want for our boy.
3: Make it happen.
1: And I... Not anytime soon though, Tyler. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but that's all I've got to say. Love you guys. Come out to the show. Come out to guys of stock. Support.
1: Local wrestling, it's good. Yeah, the stock's great. Also, we got the Grundle Run coming up, um, September sixteenth. Um, unfortunately, that is an adults-only show. Yep. Unless parents like us and don't give a fuck what your kids see, because they're gonna see worse hanging out with us. Yep. Wait,
3: what's
1: the it the, What is this? The Grundle Run. The Grundle Run is a kind of like a biker concert deathmatch wrestling thing that we do once a year.
3: That's a lot. Is it RRCW? Yes.
1: No, it is yeah. in a big-ass field somewhere in Georgia.
0: Nice. That way all the blood and deathmatch. It's a match big show. field, and like he said, it's...
3: We should get Brad Cash and Tank.
1: We're actually doing a deathmatch there again this year. We did last year, we did Tank and Nathan Mari who is now to thank the uh, coven of the Go group nice. uh this nice year, i think we've got
3: cruel
1: from mlw coming in hell yeah uh more on that later like i literally had forgot about it till literally a few minutes ago tyler sent us you know sent a group chat and asked if i was still going because um, we're actually that is it's actually an rcw show date this year so we're gonna have to split up production Ah. Yeah, so uh, we hope you enjoyed this week's uh, discussion. Uh, I think we gonna start with the the RCW thing in depth so we don't step on Emmy's toes on the reviews. She's going to handle that, but like the big shows, we'll review in the discussion format. Maybe next week we can get Josh's badass idea for a discussion in finally. (laughs)
2: <laughs> we'll get it. We'll you know it. what?
0: I'm going to say right now, we do that. We skip news, we do the roundup, and we do discussion.
1: I like
0: that. Unless something big happens in news that we have to go through.
1: Yeah. By the way, uh, when we go to commercial break here in a minute, before we come back, Pop and Push, I got to talk to you all about days anyway. All right. Well.
3: I got a couple questions. I mean, off there.
0: All right. So, guys, we'll be right back to... Pop out. lock and drop, so we'll be right back.
3: Yep, yep. And hey, we're back. I was confused. I was like, hey, oh. I real quiet.
0: I was like, Well he said he said something. Hey, how you doing? little Mama, let, let me, me whisper in, you in your ear. ear. <laughs> yep, yep,
3: yep, yep. Okay, okay. ASMR? That,
0: that's almost our 30 seconds where we can get copyrighted, so we'll stop there. Yeah,
1: anything else worth it? <laughs> <the food? Yeah. laughs> Fuck you, in, so buddy. Actually, we hadn't been hey, Y'all know I forgot that SummerSlam is Saturday.
0: Yeah. yeah, I wrote down the matches and was going to do picks, and then I remembered, well, Will's not going to be here, so we can do picks early Saturday.
1: Yeah, or is he going to be over Sunday to watch it?
0: Well, it's on Saturday, so we need to do it before then.
1: Okay, but is he still going to be over Sunday to watch it?
3: I don't got know. We're yeah. still going
1: to watch these bitches.
3: Okay, guys. Pop, lock, and drop them
0: hoes. Pop, lock, and drop. So we'll go ahead and. Now, remember, because we kind of changed it up. It was pop and push, but when we started dropping, we did the pop and drop. But the lock is now our. The lock is now the push.
3: If you want to push.
1: I mean, I think if you got to push, you can push somebody.
0: Well, that's why I said the lock is the push.
1: We just got so many pushes over the last, what, Two years or whatever doing this podcast that ain't really nobody left worth a fuck to push. It
0: was about time to start to I recycle the
3: bitches. Them. Who I'm pushing
1: is worth I have a feeling <laughs> someone does the same push. You see my push, I'll you in your sleep. I know you're, we'll start, you're pushing it. Start us with your point of positivity, Emily. Let's go with the pops. Pop? Yep.
3: Um guys uh, today was my first day of high school and I didn't die. <laughs> um. So, uh, Ratchet Rhonda Slash Daughter Hampton Slash Emily Brown Survived her first day of high school I'm a freshie guys Fresh man A little freshie fresh um, I did get lost a few times We don't talk about that though
0: <laughs> You just talked about times, it You just did
3: Well, only I can talk about it Only I can make fun of myself for getting lost But other than that I mean, it was a really good first day Um, Got to meet some new people Got to see some old people Got to freak out. What do
2: you think your favorite class is be this semester? Uh,
3: ag mechanics.
2: Yeah.
3: I'm super excited. What
2: i you gonna learn in there? Have they told you yet?
3: It? It's basically like a woodwork class. Ag like and a, mechanics. He's got a lot of. Um, he has a lot of heavy machinery, saws. They do a lot of woodwork. They do they, I mean, they do. They even do welding. Like he's, So she's gonna be building some stuff and bringing oh, yeah. it home.
0: Hell yeah. Learn welding is a good trade. Yeah. Um, I'm super excited.
3: Plus, um, I have, I, these are my two pathways. I also have Intro to Healthcare Science, and she does three different levels. I'm not gonna go into depth on what the three different levels are, but by the end of the three different levels, I'll be CPR certified, and I can take a state, huh? Yeah. Go ahead. I can take a state given exam, and um, by the time I'm in the third level of her class, I, after taking said state given exam, I, if I pass. Um, then I will be able to be a patient care tech at a hospital. Oh, hell, yeah. So, <laughs> kind of a big deal. <laughs> kind of a big deal. I'm That you'll
1: deal. like it. Um, yeah, so. take
3: advantage of that. And, and you
1: get to wear scrubs to school one day.
3: Yeah, every – I forgot to tell mom about that, but um, once a week, every day, you have to wear – if you take her class to get like the full credit you have to wear scrubs once a week. There
0: you go. We can get you some
1: scrubs. Hello. what does that just
3: have to be scrubs? It can be like it's it's basically just professional. But just professionally. So
1: Yeah, they they will provide scrubs as well.
3: Yeah. They provide
1: wow. scrubs. Then, yeah, yeah, Kylie, uh Kylie took those courses. You'll do good in that.
3: Yeah, I well whenever we were doing the tour in eighth grade we went to go see some of the pathways, I saw her and uh Whenever we went to that class, I saw her. She's She's got mannequins. Um, she's got, by the end of the first level, you stick her with a uh, needle to prove that you can draw blood, which scares me. But she's going to teach us, so it's good. But I did it. I'm a freshman.
0: That's awesome, kiddo. I'm proud of you. You made it through your first day. You,
1: you made it through your first day with no swirly. I know. There There's always day two. <laughs> I'm disappointed. I paid people good money. I mean, what?
3: <gasps> you already pay my friends.
1: I'm going to pay your bullies now. Too. Friend. Duh. Friend. <laughs> Duh. Friend. Uh, is plural, meaning you have more than one. Oh. Uh,
3: y'all pay my
1: friends. If Lulu wasn't so high maintenance, we could afford to hire you other friends. <laughs> so
3: but she, wants, you she wants
1: name brand shit.
3: But that's my pop. I'll be back
1: in a minute. I'm gonna go talk to my mom. Good job. Proud of you, kid. Thank don't you go too mean, far. You gotta drop somebody in a minute. Oh,
3: she'll yeah. Yeah, she'll be, be back. Alright.
1: Uh, Who next? I'll go next.
2: My pop is. Today was Davy's first day of middle school. He's in the sixth grade. Oh, so you're stealing Emily's pop to use it for yourself? So- oh, okay.
1: Shut the <laughs> up. Just about to do that shit. You <laughs> son of a bitch.
2: Kiss my ass. His uh, teacher is Coach Strickland.
1: Oh, uh, did we make a rule about no more family shit for him for like seven years?
0: Well, uh, we'll make an exception this time because I'm kind of. Did
1: not you, you say his first day of mental school?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I did say that.
2: No, my damn ass. But yeah, it's pretty cool because his teacher, because he's wanting to do golf this year, his uh-huh. teacher's also the golf coach. Good deal, Ace. Hey,
1: and he
2: yeah, did, he did very good today. A good school. Pick him up from daycare. I was like, Bubba, how was your first day? He starts smiling real big. He's like, it was so great. Already got a crush. I had these three girls hanging out with me all day. What's his name? (laughs) He's like, I had these three girls hanging out with me. But he's like, my teachers are super nice. I like my new friends.
1: We're good. He's been excited. He's been asking for, what, shit, at least the last month. I go to school tomorrow. Yeah, Yeah, he's been ready for
2: it. And he went to bed early. He's He's in bed early now.
1: Well, he's Look, it ready to go to school. That shit will change in a year or so.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's always like this the first month. I'm, I'm just waiting for the next few months. You're like, I don't want to go to school. I hate school. School but, sucks
1: dick, buddy. Well, he's not the deal. It's going to be worse this year because he's got
3: three years at the same school.
2: But I think he's exci- he's really excited because he's also got a connection <laughs> class. He's got an agriculture class as one of his connection classes.
3: I love Miss Young. Yeah, he's got Miss Young. She's so good
1: He's really excited. Valley, and, Valley will be good for him. That's where my kids went. You know, we got Emmy to go there for a year, and she can tell you that it's it's a great school. So I he's went, in good hands. I went there for there.
2: seventh and eighth grade. I loved it. It was so much fun. But I think he's gonna like that. He likes. He loves. He loves plants. He he. When at the end of his uh, fifth grade year, he brought home a plant. We planted it outside, and he watched it grow every day. So get well. Good.
1: Build a greenhouse. He can grow for his aunt. Uh,
3: <laughs> it took me a minute.
0: Well, she likes
1: ferns. Yeah, if you know, you know.
2: <clears throat> so, that's my pop. If you like ferns. <laughs>
3: Motherfucker. All right. Yes. Benjamin, know. you want a pop
0: or you want me to go?
1: Either way.
0: Well, I'll go ahead and go real quick then. Uh,
1: Emmy's going to have to do her drop out of order, though. Because that needs to be the last thing we do. Yes.
0: Yes, because her top... You
1: ever the- notice the Pro Football Hall of Fame looks like an old-school orange juicer?
0: <laughs> now that you mention it,
1: yes. I mean, like, the old-school, like your grandma had. Oh, yeah, the
0: oh, the, the the one that was orange. Yes! The old orange, orange Or if you were fancy,
1: if your great-grandmothers, it was the glass.
0: Well, I remember the one that you would put on top of, like, the... You put it on top of the glass.
1: Nah, bro. I'm talking about the one that had the base on it. That's kind of like an ashtray, but it had the big tick coming up that you squeezed the orange or the grapefruit on.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. That's what the Pro Football Hall of Fame building looks like. What's your, yeah? What's your pop? Oh, by the way, Tyler or Josh?
2: Yes.
1: Tyler said, "Hit up old dude."
2: I'm hit. I'll hit him up.
3: pop dad go my pop is
0: going to be uh (coughs) believe it or not it's gonna be
1: oh shit sorry
0: it's gonna be the fact that saturday night is the jason hampton birthday bash at rcw because this is
1: you look good for 22.
0: (laughs) thank you thank
3: you more like 52.
0: But no, Damn. this is a, yeah, I was cold as fuck. don't worry. I've,
3: <laughs>
0: she Since I've known her, she's been saying, oh, you're almost 40. And now I said, well, what you going to say when I turn 40? That you're almost 50.
3: Love you, so man. Been, so I'm, you know
0: what I'll say to, to her, her? We'll
1: stop you paying must, your
3: friend. You
1: must never want a car. <laughs> I don't know. I care
3: more about my friend than my car.
0: But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, have Ben? This
1: birthday... You a really good car if you didn't want a friend.
0: This birthday's kind of a big deal for me because it's the
1: one... Shit, you fought it,
0: It's the, it's the forty, but it's the, you know, it's the one Drew didn't make it to. Mm.
1: Fuck.
0: So I always said I wasn't gonna have the birthday party, or I wasn't gonna do anything for the birthday because it's you know Drew didn't make it, so Drew couldn't celebrate his, so I wasn't gonna celebrate mine. And then Jennifer got my ass. That if Drew heard you say that, he would fucking kick your ass right now. Yep. So that's why, even though it started out as a joke, I'm kind of glad that everybody's actually running with it and they're going to make Saturday at RCW, you know, a big celebration, kind of.
1: Bro, as soon as y'all won, we're sitting back there talking about what to advertise for the next show, and um, he's like, we can do this, that, and the other. I said, Jason Hampton's birthday bash. And he'd smile at me, and I was like, no, seriously. We do Jason Hampton's birthday bash, combined it with a crazy train championship celebration. He goes...
3: Perfect. My toes
1: kinda look like mushrooms. I'll be there for your birthday, girl.
0: Hell yeah, bubba. <clears throat> yeah. Uh,
3: can I do my glitch and my drop at the same time?
1: Cause I gotta go to bed soon. No, let me do my pop real well, quick. It's uh Go ahead with your what, pop. Uh, I am loving the new job. I've uh, been there a week today. I uh, moved into my own office. Uh, by tomorrow, I will have my. Direct line, my email set up, I've been handling customers, uh, going really good, and today was Kylie's first day of dual enrollment. Nice. Uh, is a junior in high school, but she goes to the local college here, and she gets credit for high school courses while she's taking cosmetology. She will be a certified cosmetologist in two years when she graduates.
2: Yeah. I'm going to up for a haircut in two years.
1: Oh, well, I guess she'll be doing haircuts way before then. Uh, i right her before then. Uh, super proud of her. She was nervous about not knowing anybody. Had a little issue last night, but y'all know Kylie as well as I do. And I said, uh, if you don't know anybody, you'll have friends within 10 minutes. Yep. She texted me about 8.30 this morning and said, I know like three people here. That's don't need awesome. it, man. was just when I was cold earlier. Thank you, though. Oh, and uh, I fractured Kenzie's wrist. What? Yeah, when we were leaving to go to Kylie's birthday dinner that Sunday, yeah, I dropped my phone out of my pocket like I did the other day, Josh. Where you had to grab it. Oh yeah. Now she's out of the car, but she's on the back seat side of the car. Are you you with me?
2: Um, Yep, yep.
1: And I've got my hand reached back over the back seat of Kylie's legs, for her to give me the phone while i'm waiting i just go ahead and shut my door uh. as i go up my door this genius puts her hand in the door
3: no i was handing you your phone you're going to tell the story Tell it. she
1: right ha- she handed me the phone with her hand inside the door when she could have just handed it up through the back seat so it hurt her and i got we got home and i did the wrist test she can move it and it wasn't broke but it's been bothering her so she went to the doctor yesterday and she has a hairline fracture nerve damage Multiple contusions, (laughs) Demita. (laughs) Goddamn! Multiple contusions and a touch of gonorrhea and a little cataracts.
0: I hope that clears up for
1: her. I'm glad you got that joke. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, let's drop. You got to drop real quick so she can end the segment because that's going to be money.
0: Well. Uh, real quick, I don't know if anybody else got a push. I want to go ahead right now, push Damian Bradshaw.
1: I will second that push. Okay,
2: oh, yeah, my push will be different. So huh? uh, is mine.
0: That him? kid, uh, he's real passionate, you can tell, and he's becoming one of the guys. I mean, he's coming yeah, out. Push this person. Besides us, he's the only one that's really been to the Gaza Stocks. Uh, Malone was at the first one. But his work schedule hadn't allowed him, but Damien's been to the last at least two that I know of. Woo!
3: Go, Damien.
1: So. And he's a new listener to the podcast. Yes, that's you. Hell yeah. Josh,
2: go. My push is going to be Trinity.
3: Oh, thank God.
2: I'm so proud of him. He has, he's worked his ass off. He's, he's been listening. He's been taking guidance and he after all the work he's put in that reaction he got saturday was after all the work that's been put into this storyline and he deserved to feel all that energy and i'm proud of him
0: 100 proud of the kid
1: me too it made my sticker back out
3: <laughs>
0: all right who you who you pushing there
3: i <coughs> and put oh chucks i'm pushing Brent. Brent Brand lungs. brander that's your i'm pushing and Brent. brander Brent, by god Brent Branner. Um, no, I'm pushing Brent Banter. Um, Sorry, I cannot pronounce his name for the life of me. <laughs> it Brent? Ban-
1: you said it like five times. Brent Banter. Like the Incredible Hulk when he's a scientist.
3: Um, hang on, I gotta, I'm stuck with my mouth. Okay, we're good. Um, Brent has. Um, he has worked hard. He.
2: It's Jesse. Jesse, that's Jason doing that damn shit
3: jesse who's jesse
1: listener jesse,
3: jesse. oh hey jesse <laughs> i talk back, i talked to him like they can talk back
1: i don't know what he's doing but you can't hear it on the phone <laughs>
3: um but brent is a hard-working wrestler brent from what i know is a good guy in the back he, he is. um is he great like how long has he been in the business for
1: so. 10 years or better
3: you can I mean you can tell he's definitely got some time not in a bad way like in a like in a knowledgeable in the ring yeah. way um he's a, he's got good talent um Ben said he can't cut co- live promos but I assume that they're working on that but his he's video got a lot better but his video um, promos are Holy really tree. good like I said if you haven't watched the last one that needs to be on your like must-do list it was an amazing promo. Uh, scary promo, but it was amazing. Um, if you were backstage, it sounded like there were some real fights going on. Yeah. I actually got scared. I poked my head around the corner, and I found out it's a promo, but I hear Brent... He oh, I mean, didn't sound like that, by any means. He, he was saying words and kicking trash cans and squaring up with Ben. No, uh, I wasn't in there. Um, but... <laughs>
1: I was sitting out back with Andy Alexander and we were wondering what the fuck was going
3: on. I love Andrew. He's great. Um, but you cobra banner. You're doing great, man. Okay. Dropies. All right. I can't and wait. And I'm so excited.
0: Okay, I agree hundred percent with what Emily's drop is gonna be, so I say if everybody else agrees, we just let Emily do her drop and we end it right there. Yeah.
1: Fuck you, buddy. I don't get a push. Oh, shit. Yes. <laughs>
0: you did push, didn't
1: you? Did I'm, you? No, Emily took like 17 fucking minutes to say nothing.
2: Oh, I thought you said you're pushing Damien,
0: too.
1: No, I said, I agree with that.
0: Oh, okay. okay. I guess that's what I got I humor.
1: was under the understanding that was going to be our community push. Then we were going to drop somebody, but I guess I didn't get the memo that that had changed.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, who you pushing there? Ben Yerman.
1: I'm going to put the guy that has yet to make his debut at RCW, but I see a lot in this kid. I've talked to him numerous times through the week, him and his brother, that we shall not reveal who it is strictly for kayfabe purposes but they both called me and asked what I had in mind for something coming down the road. But I am pushing a guy you will see in RCW very soon, a kid named Shane Oakley.
0: I'm totally down with that. Yeah.
3: Shane. So, the big S-H-A-N-E.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, he needs
1: sleep.
0: <laughs> she about to get some sleep. But no, I completely agree. I think that's a good one.
3: So,
1: Alright.
3: <clears throat> I'm gonna clear my throat for this and one. And now
0: we have a collective drink
3: of my throat. So this was so the show happened last Saturday. Last Saturday, um, Lulu stayed at the house and then me and my dad went to go take Lulu home and then we picked Ben up. There was a pay per view and he wanted to come over and watch it with everybody. Fine. So me and my dad go pick Ben up. And uh, we go inside. Ben was waiting on on his kids to get back with food. And Ben goes, you're not going to be happy. Talking to me. So I was like, this is not about to be good. So, I find out that two incredibly, I'm not going to say incredibly, two (laughs) guys that should not be talking crap. I'll I'll name drop in a minute. Two guys should not be talking crap about two amazing veterans, one of which doesn't wrestle, but has been in the community for a while, which are Joey Gambino and Chris Crunk. So, to Nate Wilde and Ethan Cage, if one, if you have something to say to them, you need to go to them and not talk crap in production. And two... Locker room. Locker room. Oh, locker room. Nobody allowed in production. And two... I don't know who y'all think y'all are of all people that could be talking crap about Joey Gambino and Chris Crumb, because at least they're sober in the ring and their match looks good. At least they don't have to be called out. At least they're not hitting up young girls. Damn. Like that y'all. I'm gonna, go get, I'm, gonna,
2: <laughs>
3: you wanna, I'm gonna go get some ice. If you wanna if you wanna be in the wrestling community, one, you need to learn how to say something to somebody's face and two you need to understand that we get it you're jealous (laughs) you just want to be as good as them (laughs) and so you gotta say you don't got to go behind their backs and talk crap thinking you're all hot shit or whatever so that's my drop but that's not like not just them my drop is also talking crap about good veterans or people in general behind their back That could use the constructive criticism, but I can guarantee you there's nothing that you can tell Chris Crunk or Joey Gambino that they don't already know or already do. Chris is a
1: stupid Uh, man. You you can tell them stuff. You can always learn in this business. You can learn from anybody. The difference is if you tell somebody like Crunk, they're going to listen to that advice. Whether they agree with it or not, they're going to listen to you say it. Like, him and Andy... Whether Andy will argue this to the day he dies, but they're just a lot.
0: The bad thing is, I totally see that and get what you're saying. They're both,
1: they're both loud, opinionated. Their way's the right way. Everything else is the wrong way.
3: So just either want to say it to their face or don't say it at all. Or especially don't say it about good wrestlers who work hard in what they do and know how to stay sober in the ring.
1: Now flip that to what my my drop was last week. The difference in me talking shit about you is I will tell you to your fucking face it sucked. Yeah. But you, I will also do? tell you why it sucked, how it shouldn't have sucked, how you can make the next one not suck, and how you can get better and not do those same stupid things over and over again.
3: But see, the funny thing is Nate wall and Ethan Cage can't do that because they're nowhere near as good as Crunk is. Or Joey. doing doesn't wrestle. So,
1: so Humility is a thing that should be abundant in this business.
3: Jealousy. But unfortunately
1: it is not. Jealousy is a thing. Right. Jealousy is more abundant than humility, and that is the problem with the wrestling business.
2: Yeah, because the wrestling business you're not always gonna have a chance to be at the top of the card. But you should be happy for your brothers. And you should also strive, like, all right, you're at the top of the card. Well, let me show you why I should be at the top of the card. I'm going to go out there and prove it right now.
1: Bro, no matter what match I was in, I was at the top of the card. Mm -hmm. Match placement means nothing. You're not getting emoted if you're jerking a curtain. I always wanted to be the first match. Always. You know why I always wanted to be the first match? Set that
2: tone. Set that standard.
1: I set that bar that you've got to meet or exceed. I didn't like being—I never really liked being in the main. I mean, like when I was getting paid, good. of course, main events. You know, you're probably getting paid a little more if you're traveling. But put me anywhere on the card, and I don't care. I—I I never have boo-boo job face. It never mattered to me if I was winning or losing because it's not real for one, and I get paid the same no matter what. Dusty Rose was a lying some bitch. You don't go to pay when the baby. But I get paid the same no matter what my job is, is to make you remember me. So you're going to remember a Ben Thrasher match from the show you went to, whether I win, whether I lose. If I don't have a match, you're definitely going to remember the promo that I did. I mean, look at the long run Shane and I had at UEW without even touching each other. Right. But there's a difference in that. I learned from people better than me, higher than me, lower than me and i adapted what i thought would fit what they had told me i didn't adapt everything every vet told me because every vet's not always looking out for you but nobody there's there's very few me's left in the world there's very few woodies left in the world
3: there's very few good wrestlers that know how to be a good wrestler and a good vet left in the world
1: And there's very few wrestlers that are good enough, that are good wrestlers that can teach.
3: Yeah. And actually know how to give constructive criticism. And there's very few green guys that know how to take constructive criticism and apply it to what they're doing.
1: Exactly. And that's a topic I'll be discussing on a podcast that I'll be guest co-hosting in a couple weeks, the Slaughterhouse Podcast. The first one we're going to do is the difference in wrestling then. And wrestling now.
0: Well, you have guys now who, if you tell them, you know, you give them the example of, you know, well, this wasn't that great, and you try to help them out, they're like, well, what the hell does this guy know?
1: Where's he been? Who this guy be? Still a Matt Sales line.
0: Or you got those guys that just think that they know what they're doing because, oh, I've been doing this for blah, blah. Length of time,
1: or I, right, I get I booked at shit show A, a and guys. shit show B and shit show C. You should be glad that I come to RCW. No, bitch, you should be glad we gave you the opportunity to get out of shit show A, B, and C for a week and come to RCW. Right. I heard a promoter promoter tell me once: wrestlers like wrestlers are a dime a dozen, and I got a dollar. Right. Do that. Ma- but that
3: was my drop. I have school tomorrow. I'm headed to catch some of these guys. But that is really all I have to say. And if you have anything to say... Fuck you, buddy. Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> God damn it. So, good night, guys. Love you, guys. Good night. Good
0: night. Love, love, you. love you. And to all good. you people out there, good night. We love you, too.
3: You have but, someone who loves you.
0: This has been the Turn the Buckle podcast for I this week. I am
3: Justin Hampton, Josh Cox, Ben Threather... Uh, Will Clark's here in spirit, Ratchet Ronda's here.
1: Nah, Will Clark's ain't there in spirit here. no more. If he don't show up, we don't mention his ass. <laughs> uh,
3: peace out, efforts.
0: But yeah, on that note, well, she said it all. Jason Hampton, Josh Cox, Ben Thrasher, Ratchet Rhonda, Daughter Hampton, whatever the fuck you want to call her. I just say, peace out, fuckers.